Very good evening. We've gone from FA Cup to FA Youth Cup this week. Hitchin Town's first team doing the business against Step 4 Welling Garden City on Saturday. And now attention turns to a fixture that we've already seen in two different competitions this season with the senior team. Hitchin Town and Royston Town. We've seen it in the Charity Cup, a win for Hitchin. Defeat for Hitchin, though, in the league. And now the two teams, under 18 sides, meet in the FA Youth Cup. It's a competition, Marak, that we always enjoy. And it's a rivalry that we certainly always enjoy. Well, the rivalry is always going to be there isn't it and um, and listen these lads are 18 years old they've got they're all looking to put their 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 careers on a, on a stronger foothold in here um, this is the future out here so I mean we could be seeing some uh, some new stars there's a there's a few uh, faces around that are going to be looking at uh, whether there's some quality players around out there that can maybe force their way into the first team listen these these kids are raring hot and they're and they're ready to get tearing into each other yes they are well to tell you a bit more about the game because it's a bit of an interesting setup with <coughs> under 18 side I spoke uh, to two men to two men who know all about it Michael Jones and Stephen Gleeson so Michael Jones Stephen Gleeson a 2-1 win for Hitchin Town over Arlesey in the extra preliminary round talk us through the game and talk us through what your squad looks like this year uh, I thought the game was really good I thought uh, the lads did really well to start off with first 20 minutes Arlesey couldn't get to grips with the game um, we sort of created a few chances uh, nothing really that threatening, but had all the play. And then I think as the game went on, Olsey started to get more of a foothold, more confidence. I started creating a few chances. Then in the second half, um, we got an early goal and we thought that would sort of spur us on a little bit. But fair play to Olsey coming, created some really good chances and, and towards the end could have nicked something. Luckily, we scored a goal at the right time and then conceded a sloppy one at the end. And I think over the course of the game, we just edged it, but fair play to Olsey, I thought they caused loads of problems. Um, with the team this year, similar to last year, we had some players last year that weren't um, hitching youth players, they were pro-direct players. Um, the reason behind that was uh, it sort of strengthened our squad up a bit, allowed me, Berkey, to have a look at other players for the first team. Um, and we have a lot of players on our site that we allow to play for their other clubs. So we have players, good players, representing St. Neots, Royston, Cambridge City, so on. We don't want to stop them playing for their mm. club teams. Um, we just want them to enjoy their football. This year, we've gone down the same route, but it's a little bit more sort of pro-direct London-based, um, which has created a good team. But sort of me and Gleese now are looking at it from the outside rather than managing it. So it's obviously the start of a new sort of academic year, new intake of players. Is that the reason why you're having to look elsewhere? Uh, yeah, I think so, especially with the pre-season this, uh, this year. Uh, we've been having them in kind of once, maybe twice a week in August, and we don't really know the level the boys are at at the moment. As I say, we're still kind of gauging them. Obviously, boys on holiday and that. Uh, so it was tough this year to kind of gauge the level where the boys were coming in. As I say, it is always tough, but with, with the boys kind of being away, not being at every session, I think the both of us, me and Jonesy, thought this was probably the best route to go down this year. Mm. As I say, it keeps us competitive and I say it, it gets Jonesy and uh, Borky a, a nice chance to look at players, obviously, with, regarding the first thing. And obviously you can say as well it worked last year quite well in terms of the run that you had. What's the sort of main link-up? Where are you getting these players from? Is it all to do with the Pro Direct system? Uh, yeah, all the players are coming through Pro Direct. So they're all associated to Pro Direct, which is a franchise we use. So we know a lot of these players. They play for Pro Direct 11, Pro Direct regional squads. So it just gives me and Berkey, like we say, a good chance to have a look at players. Last year, 
We had Turin and Uko who did mm. exceptionally well, scored loads of goals, played really well. They were sort of on the fringes of coming into the first team and lucky for them, they secured professional deals. So they're in the pro game now. If we could have the same this year, I think the team wasn't as strong as what it was last year. But if we could nick one or two from it and get them in with the first team, then it's a success regardless of how far we get in the competition. If we can produce players for the first team, that's a success for us. But of course, it's not sort of the usual under 18 to first team transition, is it, with them not technically being the, the hitching players and fans maybe might not. You know, fans last season looked at it as thinking these are doing well, let's have them training with the first team. But of course, it's maybe not quite that simple. Um, yeah, it probably seems that from the outside it's not that simple. But for us, if, if there was a player that played really well against Olsey, the first thing I'd be doing is speaking to him at the end of the game and inviting him in mm. to the next first team session. That gives us a chance to look at him. Also, we've got the development squad this year, which Jason Valentine and Mark Campbell are running. So if we feel they're sort of good enough, better than youth football, but not quite ready for uh, step three football, we can put them in with the development team where they get extra training, extra games against step four, step five teams. Um, and then it also, if we can get them a, a dual registration with a club like Bulldog, it's perfect. So mm. although they might not be coming through the youth ranks at Hitchin, um, if we want them to be a hitching player, they will be a hitching player. Looking back on last season's run then, a very talented squad, as you say, you talked about those two players up front. It, is it a lot of it coming down to sort of the success of individual players rather than maybe a team style of play? I think, yeah, especially with this year and last year, they're kind of getting thrown together and it's, it's a lot of individuals within the team. But as I say, it, it's hard because we don't, we don't get to train with them like twice a week or so. It, it is kind of getting, throwing the team together and then letting them individuals show, mm. obviously, their talent. And I think that worked really well. Obviously, helped last year that we kind of had three or four rounds to work with them. So we've seen them over a kind of six-week period, which was good, but... I definitely think with a team that is thrown together, it is going to obviously be more individual talents than obviously a team. So, yeah, it, it is one of them. Mm. How much do you enjoy that challenge as a coach? Because I can imagine it's you're away from the training ground now. Most of what you have to do is on the match day and, and around that situation. It's a different challenge. Uh, I don't know about enjoyable, but it's uh, as I say, it is tough because you're seeing these lads on match day. You don't know their names, you don't know the personality, so it is kind of tough. But as I say, it's a challenge. And going off last year, it was something that we kind of enjoyed towards the end of it. Uh, the the away trips, seeing their personality shine when they win, mm. obviously celebrating in the change room. So that side of it is really good. But like I say, meeting them for the first time, kind of not knowing what type of players you're kind of working with and not having them training sessions, it, it can be tough. But as I say, in the long run, when, when you see them winning and obviously their personality shine through it, it, it is quite good. That penalty shootout when you were sort of referencing there really struck me as something that these players are, are going to remember. They're really going to learn from. There was sort of a vocal crowd on that evening at Bugbrook. It was a challenging game and sort of going one way and the other. It's obviously a really important competition sort of at any end of the pyramid um, for these players later on in their careers? Uh, for, for them, it's the highlight of their season. Mm. Come so early, they might only play one game, but there's a buzz around the FA Youth Cup. They all really enjoy it. Uh, I'm glad they get memories. Obviously, we've had years before, we lost the bug for the first game. But yeah. We didn't enjoy that. But then the following year, because we've had a little bit of a run, uh, we've won games convincingly, played good football, scored really good goals. 
Um, and like you say, the, the atmosphere in the penalty shootout win was brilliant. I think that was a proper sort of cup tie, had a bit of everything. Um, and the lads in the changing room thoroughly enjoyed it. So mm. for them to get those sorts of experiences and memories that will stay with them forever at the FA Youth Cup is brilliant. Both of you this week are balancing FA Cup and then FA Youth Cup. So you're both balancing sort of these academy and senior roles. How do you find that going from one to the other? What does a normal sort of footballing week look like for you? I think for me, it's a, it's a lot different as a say obviously hopefully playing on a Saturday to kind of then go on to the other side of it especially where I am at in my career it is completely different for me so like I say prepare trying to prepare for a game Saturday hopefully getting the the right result then obviously maybe training on the Monday hopefully not if we get a win but, <laughs> and then kind of switching off and then kind of going onto that side which which I do find it, it is very different but it's something that I'm really enjoying and seeing how the likes of Jonesy work behind the scenes and that so for me, it is a complete shift from going from playing to obviously something that might be happening in a few years, being mm. on the opposite sideline. And we noticed with the development squad, there's sort of a tendency to, to really enforce Hitchens' senior team style of play on that. Will it be similar with the youth team or are you just going to let them go out there and express themselves? Um, with the youth team, we let them go out there and express themselves. With our normal week-to-week season, we try and play the same way as the first team because if we do get anyone that's lucky enough to make that step up, then they sort of know the standard. Obviously, we can't replicate it exactly because nothing we can do can replicate step-free football, but we try and get them the same way. With the Youth Cup, it's really individuals trying to show what they can do. Um, we just go and let them express themselves. And finally, will you be talking to your squad sort of about the run last season, that shootout win away, playing a big team such as Chesterfield here at Topfield? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, they'll, want to, they'll want the same memories. Uh, in the last round against Olsey, Uko who scored a lot of goals, did really well. He signed at Orient now. He actually turned up, oh, uh, in with the lads and that. So it's great for them to see the experience he had, the enjoyment, the goals he scored, etc. And they want to replicate that. And then hopefully, if they can replicate that, maybe they'll be lucky enough to, to get a professional deal. Those are the voices of myself, Michael Jones and Stephen Gleeson. Interesting interview, Marek. It's, uh, it's complicated, isn't it? It's not like a, a usual hmm. sort of under-18 side. It's not a usual FA Youth Cup run. But no. it's something that we've sort of had to get a little bit used to as Hitchin fans the last few years. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's, it's a great interview. It really is. It's very informative. And it, and it, and it just says that, you know, there's a chance for these boys to come through. And they, there are people looking at them for the first team. And so, you know, really, it's down to them and, and how they perform on a day. Um, it's yeah it's not that easy it was never going to be that easy just to sort of go hey guys you're good jump in the first team but uh, there's there's a bridge there now yeah the development squad coming in as well Royston have the same with their under 23s you know we saw them led by Jason Valentine and Mark Campbell uh, of course Mm. Um, that's sort of going to be potentially they're going to be playing league football in a few years. Royston's under 23s play at step six level. They were promoted last season. Uh, but at the moment, that Hitchin development squad is mostly going to be sort of keeping these players contracted as Hitchin players, but they'll be going out on loan, sort of two step, four step, five partnerships that are strong, of yeah. course, of the likes of Bulldog Town. But this year, again, in the FA Youth Cup, Hitchin partnering with Pro Direct Academy Central London. Um, not a bad uh, team to be partnering up with. They were actually no. national <laughs> champions last year. They won the league Challenge Cup last season, uh, beating Baseford United, or of course in Hitchens League last year, uh, in the national final in Oxford. So they've got some pedigree this side. They're they're a very impressive group of players. If that's anything to go by. Well, yeah, you got you got to take heed of that, isn't it? I mean, mm. Baseford gave us a good run, didn't they? Um, 
Yeah, obviously it's it's certainly uh, it certainly chalks it down for a for, for a classic game here. You know, this is this is two sides that have the, the niggle goes from the first team all the way yeah, down to the under that's seven. Been passed down. Yeah, you know, of we course hope it has. anyway. Even though these guys are <laughs> obviously travelling up from London, um, I'll run you through the teams for Hitchin. Uh, a few changes from that uh, extra preliminary round. Uh, Gassem, uh, Ben Algarzi, Henry Silver, and Derek Tabby Jones come into that team, uh, uh, who are led in goal by number thirteen Mekki Francis, number two Essel. Paul, three, Benjamin uh, Gambra, four, Andre Kulik, uh, five, Derek Nabi Jones, six, uh, Imanol Chanku uh, Beta, seven, Bentley Asaedu, uh, eight, Daniel Linehan, nine, Dante Ranger, ten, Gassem Ben Algarzi, and eleven, Henry Silva. Uh, the subs are twelve, Mehdi uh, Yoni, fourteen, Tyrese Agbonatane, fifteen, Nehemia Pratt, sixteen, Ferhat Kanlia, and seventeen, Jonathan. Balango for Royston Town, number one, Josh Fake in goal, eight, Oscar Casey, 17, Ronnie Culling, uh, 11, uh, Ike uh, Azere, five, Aidan Harvey, 14, Rory Hazelhurst, two, Harrison Hubert, seven, Joel McCormack, 10, Harvey Smith, six, Joe Turkington, and three, uh, Oscar Hurd. All the numbers completely random, so I couldn't get into any kind of rhythm there. Uh, the subs are uh, Aaron Alexander, who scored in the previous round, Lucas Darby, uh, Jake Emmett, Steph Georgiou, Jake Simpson and Ollie Tapsell. So Royston also playing local uh, opposition. They beat Amptel Town by two goals to nil uh, in the extra preliminary round. And here come the two teams, Hitchin striding out onto the pitch. Uh, first and foremost in the usual uh, yellow and green. Some of these players will be the first time they've worn those colours. They've been warming up sort of in those Pro Direct Academy t-shirts, but with the Hitchin shorts, Hitchin socks on, Royston in their trademark white uh, and black. So as I said in the build-up, we've seen uh, Hearts Charity Cup games, Southern League games between the two teams. Attention now focuses on uh, the FA Youth Cup. This is very much a Royston side. Some of these players will have played for them at, at younger levels. With Hitchin, it's a different story. Maybe with the exception of someone like Henry Silver, however, who we did see in pre-season. And he can play, can't he, from what we've seen? Yeah, no, he's, he's definitely going to be danger, man. And they're going to uh, they're going to need their wits about him. I couldn't help but notice in number seven, the captain there, Bentley Asadu. I tell you what, I hope he purrs like a Bentley in the <laughs> middle of that field. Because if he does and, and he get, gets the ball to Henry Silver, yes. um, this could be an onslaught. Asadu himself scoring in the first round. Won and scored a penalty. Captains the side. Uh, a couple of shout-outs this evening if, if you would like to get in touch with us you can do so either on Twitter at Cardi Freddy uh, or on the HDFC radio website we've got our friend at Rushton and Diamonds Joseph McCormack listening in uh, he said great to be listening in once again would love to play you guys later in the competition yeah well, he, he promised me a, a Rushton and Hitchin FA Cup affair yeah. Hitchin kept their bargain Joe Rushton unfortunately uh, did not but both of these teams as things stand still left in the FA Youth Cup lovely to have you with us uh, and nice Eddie one, Selby as well said listening at home while he's doing the FA safeguarding for adults course Eddie is well uh, involved in the, the Hitchin <coughs> youth setup uh, as well and as we look over now it's uh, the two teams tossing the coin in the middle and well I spoke to Michael Jones and Stephen Gleeson they are not the people in the dugout today so they're no. sort of watching on uh, Josh Mollison called himself the technical director uh, while, he, while he was enjoying a pint of beer earlier on. So the technical director... Uh, <laughs> Getting himself <laughs> yeah, oiled up. He, he's, he's already celebrating an early victory. And then Michael Jones as well will be sort of watching on uh, behind a laptop as well. But it's the, the people who are leading this Hitchin team uh, are the, the pro-direct central London coaches at mm. this age group. So that's uh, Matt Bevans, uh, Samir Carruthers and Billy Leonard. Uh, they're going to oversee the Canaries this year. Whereas last year we did see Michael Jones... 
Stephen Gleeson, Josh Mollison taking a more sort of involved role in the dugout. That was more of a Hitchin squad again yeah, last yeah. year. And it all depends as well because it's a new academic <coughs> year. You know, yeah. all of the new players who've come in um, means the older ones who are progressing through suddenly they're, they're not actually able to play in this competition anymore because they sort of grow out of that age bracket as well right. so when you've got a new intake of sort of 16 year olds coming in you don't want to throw them in in the FA Youth Cup straight away which is why the Hitchin branch out and, and use the academy it's all part of that Pro Direct Academy network and we certainly saw as we'll come on to players you know get we saw players get professional deals off the back of it last year Absolutely. if not with Hitchin with other clubs of course so we're all set to get underway Hitchin will kick uh, from left to right it's the preliminary round so both of these teams uh, facing off for a spot in the first round uh, of qualifying. And it's Hitchin. Oh, there's a bit of a delayed start as Dante Ranger stepped up. He kicks us off this time, though, after Royston. A few players just running a little too quickly. Uh, and straight away, it's long down the left-hand side. We always see a very, you know, fast game of football, don't we, when we see these youth teams come up against each other. We see the ball uh, staying down and playing. We see, as I say, I said in the interview, it's all about sort of some of these individual performers when the team don't know each other that well. Yeah, but I mean, you're supposed to know your position, really, at the end of the day. I know it's nice to have a team to gel and you get used to, to playing with certain teammates, but, you, you know, at this level, they're supposed to know... The, the, the laws of their position yeah. and play to that rule. And players so, so often <coughs> nowadays, they're so used to going on trials and stepping in at short notice yeah. with different clubs. It's almost second nature now. And mm. of course, last year, the more Hitcher went on the run, the better the team gelled together. But they still had those two. And Tege and Oji up front banging in the goals as well. They don't have the, their luxuries this year. But they have Ben Algazi here stepping over the free kick. Less than a minute played. It's whipped in towards the near post. Mm. Strong header away from a man in white. Back to Benjamin Gambra, looks to switch it wide, cleared away uh, by Harrison Hubert. And the assistant on the far side as his flag raised uh, for a hitch and throw. And we anticipate an even game. Both of these sides progressing through comfortably in the end in the extra preliminary round. Hitchin did dominate against Arzi, who pulled one back very late on to make it something of a contest. Low ball driven in here. Uh, almost taking out Peter Els, who sat right behind the Royston goal, uh. which if I'm a Royston fan or a player, I'm a bit worried about that. I'm thinking, why is he parked right here? Does he think all the action's happening down this way? <laughs> he, he seldom gets it wrong, does Al Pete? No. All that experience. Been to a couple of games, certainly covering Arsenal women, where you see all the photographers swap half and you think maybe this is going to be a, quite a one-sided affair mm. if they're all predicting it's going to be happening down here. And Pete sat behind the goal. It's Royston who cleared now. Forward by a hitching man, headed down, looking for the, uh, the run of Harvey Smith, who finds uh, Azire, goes down. The referee says no foul, and the ball back to uh, Mekki Francis in all blue. You've done well on the names, by the way, Freddie. I have to say, that's, yeah. always, uh, that's always the toughest challenge for me. It is, and I always forget to practice them before, but luckily we always have the services of either Rowan and Finn on the Tannoy or Brian Gray, who... Uh, well, certainly when we That's started commentating oh. myself and Brian would always be yeah. sort of picking our way through some of these pronunciations. So yeah. good to have Brian back with us doing the tannoy. Michael uh, Jones and Josh Mollison insisting that a speaker was placed right down in front of the pitch, blasting the tunes to get the players up for it. Getting fired up. He's been, he was dropping some good tunes, actually, Brian. <laughs> I have to give him a pat on the back for that one. Definitely a few club classics booming, ar booming around top field before kickoff here. Back now... Uh, from Tabby Jones and all the way back into uh, Josh Fake stepping up to the edge of the box and the ball, low ball given away back from a Royston man, it's going to be an offside flag though easily enough against uh, the number 11, Azire just couldn't 
get back quick enough from when he was putting Francis under pressure. He'll just spot the ball down for the free kick. So it's Henry Silver out on the right wing uh, for Hitchin. Just making himself available here. And that just opens up a bit mm. of space down the right flank as uh, Benghazi, who's not the tallest in the middle of midfield, but he's certainly got a good turn of pace in him. He's hardworking in that number 10 shirt, which is always such an important position. And he's just going to cross to the left of midfield now. It's a proper 4-3-3 for Hitchin by the looks of it as they just jog back now. It's almost like a wandering 10, isn't it? Yeah, he is, dropping in and out. And if you have a look at the formation, it's yeah, it's not the usual back five that we see maybe with the, the Hitchin first team, although they have dropped into shape now for this free kick. I'll leave you to, to keep an eye on that, of course. Well, there's five there now. Yeah, they all move back and the ball goes long over the top, maybe too long, just bouncing now, allowed to bounce Essel Paul, and he does well, the ball just shepherded behind. Uh, for a hitching goal kick. And I know as well, you'll always have a, a keen eye on the goalkeeper tonight, Mekki Francis uh, for Hitchin Town. Yeah, I saw him warming up as well. He's, he's, he looks all right. Yeah, he looks he looks like a good lad. Turned 18 on Sunday, did Francis. Ball switched across the edge of the penalty area here and taken forward by a Hitchin man. They won also here under the lights against Arlsey, two goals to one in the extra preliminary round. Royston, as I say, winning at Amptill ground that we went to pre-season a few years ago didn't we in we that did. first season of HTFC radio and lovely ground to go to actually seems like a long time ago now yeah, it really does slip through here nice run down the left hand side could Great be an run. opportunity for Hitchin the goalkeeper quick of his line is Josh Fake and he was just caught late as well uh, by the Hitchin man I think it was Asiodu running in just maybe left one in on him a little bit yeah he's just got to let him know that he's there no foul really on the goalkeeper they both got a right to go for it Thrown into Asiedu now, looking to turn down the left-hand side. He does. Good defending, though, again. Uh, this time by Hubert. And Hitchin will have their first corner of the game. It's nil-nil. Definitely a good start for uh, for Hitchin Town at the moment. They seem very relaxed on the ball, mm. um, as do Royston, really. So, you, you know, the experience that these, these young lads are already showing in the early, early minutes of this game. Ben Ghazi, the set-piece taker, then whips in this uh, corner oh. kick, headed down, might fall at the back post. Henry Silva coming across, just laying the ball off for uh, Tabby Jones. Wide still, Ben Ghazi trying to cut in field, finding Linehan. All the way back now to uh, Chanke Bita. Wide to Ben Ghazi. <laughs> and finding Tabby Jones again, just hitching, moving it from left to right now. and Back into defence, Silva. Kulik now chipped forward. Silver making the run down the right-hand side. It's won back well uh, by a Royston man. And it is still goalless. You're listening into uh, HCFC Radio. Silver, just a miscommunication between him and Ben Algarzi. He comes away with the ball and hitch and keep it. Really well worked. They're playing around the Royston press very effectively at the moment. Silver coming in field. Strong tackle in uh, by mm -hmm. Oscar Hurd. Let's him know he was there. As does the hitching defender then challenging uh, Azire. And a Royston Town throw in. Tackles flying in, which is good to see. Yeah, always good to see. I was just enjoying a little moment with the referee just getting in the way. He just couldn't get out of the way. These young lads are so quick. He mm. just didn't have a chance to get out of the way. Throwing now for Oscar Hurd. There's a few down for the assistant referees as well. Yeah, 149 actually in the previous round. And 
A good crowd again, still filing in through the gates at top field, and there's always interest in these games. Obviously, a lot of family and friends, big occasions like this in the FA Youth Cup, was described to me by Michael Jones, effectively the highlight of these players' seasons, yeah. sort of playing their academy football. So it is a big one. Friends and family will have travelled. Here's Silva driving forward down the right-hand side. Late tackle in on ref. him, and that will be a foul. That's a card. Heard and Silva have come together a couple of times. It's early on, but you got nothing card. of the ball there. We'll soon find out. Ref's calling him over. Yeah, he is. And Silva mm. trying to go through in and in goal down the right-hand side. And Hurd uh, gets <coughs> away of it. But we've seen him already in pre-season for the senior team, what Henry Silva can do. He's got quick feet and an eye for goal. Yeah, he certainly has. And when he cuts inside, then you know you're in trouble. Mm. ID net reach HCFC Radio Man of the Match. Uh, chosen by Joe, who's listening in actually when we were at Kempston, who... Uh, play Bulldog Town actually tomorrow night. The winner of this game will play the winner of that one away from home as well. Really? Hitchin and Bulldog, very strong relationship actually. So that would certainly be interesting if that was to be the case. But both of those sides will have to progress. It's nil-nil here after eight minutes. Free kick for uh, Chanke Bita. Raises one arm in the air. It's a deep delivery. It's a good one as well. Oh. Headed up and over the crossbar. The referee says there was a foul in there anyway uh, and gives a free kick uh, to Royston Town. The man up from the middle of midfield, actually, who'd uh, gone forward, Daniel Linehan. And a, a goal kick then for Josh Fake. It's goalless. Moyston playing out from the back. Long over the top from Aidan Harvey. Headed down. And then Chanke Beater again forward. Laid off nicely here. Uh, and Linehan. Oh, has he gone for goal from range? He's tried to play a long pass, and it's hopelessly overhit in the end and behind for a goal kick. He's played a very long pass. Yes. Yeah, too long and, and behind. Just acknowledging that to Henry Silva, <laughs> literally just saying, sorry, mate. Yeah, Yeah, interesting to see how this hitch in front free work. It's Dante Ranger uh, up front. Looks like Asiedu's going to come forward down the left. Royston, oh, oh it's a bad goal kick. Josh Fake, and he knows it immediately. And be thrown for Hitchin. Henry Silva jogs over to take it. He'll leave the ball to Essel Paul, actually, with 10 minutes on the clock. Silva's there on the right-hand side. Plenty forward as well. Long thrown into the middle. It's flicked, flicked on. on. The run coming in is from Dante Ranger who gets a great, great save. save. Oh, and it's tapped in. Hitchin lead Royster by a goal to nil. Asiedu again. He gave them the lead against Alzi and he's done it again against the Crows. It's Hitchin who strike first in the Youth Cup. You see the Bentley come purring into the box and nobody picked it up and uh, and you paid a price. Captain Bentley's uh, put Hitchin in front. Excellent first save from, from Josh Stake. But, but what can he do? He's not rubber man. You've got to close him down. You can't give him all that time to hit it again. Yeah, it was a nice move, wasn't it? It was that long throw in just to the edge of the box. Hitchin yeah. were able to create the chance. It was a great little turn and run in there from Dante. Ranger and as you say fake stopping one initially uh, and then Asiodu was there just to roll the ball into the bottom corner two goals in two games uh, for Bentley who as you say is purring at the moment he is four goals for Pro Direct Academy Central London last season including a 93rd minute winner in that League Challenge Cup National Final so certainly something of a player to watch yeah 93rd minute winner means he don't give up he keeps on going so it's Hitchin who lead by a goal to nil. And down to Royston to respond. Ball played back here from Daniel Linehan. And look, after 11 minutes, you must be liking what you're seeing from this young Hitchin side. Yeah, I do. I, I, I do like watching youth football. I mean, I, I, I grew up managing it. And, um, you, you know, it always gets me going because you see, you see quality young players coming through. And then you see, like, like, you know, we've just seen a couple go off to Leighton Orient. And, um, mm. 
Peter Reunited. And Peter Barry United, you know, it's, it's great to see, isn't it? Yuko Oji as well, who scored those five goals. He he was down here actually last season uh, for the last game, sorry, as well, oh. uh, watching on and sort of supporting this next generation of these Hitchin Youth Cup players, which was great to That's hear a great too. Thing to do. Here come Hitchin again, down this left hand side. Asiedu, the hero so far, cuts in onto his right foot, still back across now into uh, Linehan. Driving forward now nice. is Linehan, right, works it out wide to Silva, flag stays down, just gets the ball caught underneath his feet and then spins back onto his left foot, just gets away from him and it's defended well uh, by Harvey Smith. Silva again keeping possession, back into Essel Paul. Cuts in, just halfway inside the Royston half, goes further back now into Chanke Beta and recycle to... Uh, Tabby Jones, Hitchin very happy to keep possession and back again into the midfield. They are looking very, very comfortable here and happy to play the way they're facing as they go all the way back to the goalkeeper now. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just the first thing that I was saying. They they, they do look very comfortable on the ball, you know, like they've been doing it for years. And, uh, and when they attack Through like here, that... I think he may have been offside, but the flag did stay down for the time being. It was... I think it was Asiedi running through again. One back here by Linehan, who's been involved oh, early and then... Chanke Bita doing well to win that one, I think. He positioned his body in the right place, and rightly, uh, the, the referee did blow uh, the whistle. Yeah, he got a thumbs up from me for that one. <laughs> Royston back on the ball now and down the right-hand side. It's tracked well, though, all the way uh, by Benjamin Gambra. Full-back, played for Fulham at youth level, as well as Woking, joining them... Uh, for their under-19 setup, another member of that side that won uh, the Challenge Cup with Pro Direct Central London, and great to have these players as well who've been on that cup run, those high-pressure situations. You know, when you know it's it's knockout football, and to take that into the FA Youth Cup will be really, really useful for them as well. Cross in now, looking for Linehan, no, he just can't sort his body out. He does direct a shot in the end, but it's loopy and claimed easily enough. It was a good run. Yeah, no, good, good bit of uh, movement there on that far side there by the by the Bentley again, uh, and and managed to get his cross in, and, and unfortunately just uh, Lennon just getting underneath it too much. Can't go wrong being called Bentley, can you? No, you've got to live up now. to it though. That's the thing, <laughs> and he has so far. Out behind now for a throw-in for uh, Harrison Hubert. As I say, Hitchin <coughs> beating Royston in the Hearts Charity Cup by two goals to one, losing by the same scoreline in the league. Former Royston players on the score sheet in both of those games, Bradley Bell, Isaac Galliford, and then Hitchin winning in the FA Cup on Saturday, earning themselves a draw at home to AFC Sudbury. That's a week on Saturday. We'll have that live for you on HDFC Radio. My final game before heading up to uni, which I, oh. I pushed back my arrival date to the Sunday because I thought if we go through, I don't want to miss it. And luckily I made the right decision <laughs> you there. You did. So... Glad to see the Canaries' progress. Bit of a dull tie, with all due respect to AFC Sudbury. You never really want someone in the same league as you, do no, you? No, so, not really. Um, haven't been many meetings between the two teams before, I can't imagine. But as you say, second qualifying round of the FA Cup. There's nothing dull about that at all. Nothing so we, we look forward to it. Here's Hazelhurst in the Youth Cup. Royston trail by a goal to nil. They've got a free kick on the right-hand side. Two in the wall. It's going to be crossed in. He raises one arm. Deep towards the back post, Good headed ball. down, comes off a hitching man and then it's claimed easily enough by Meki Francis. He throws the ball out wide straight away as Hitchin looked to counter-attack. Just eyed up the long ball and then goes back into defence again and then all the way back to uh, Meki Francis eventually in all blue. 
rolls it wide to uh, Kulik. Taking the ball forward now and again, just happy to turn and go all the way back to Francis again. He's going to see a lot of the ball tonight, so he's going to have to be comfortable on it, and he looks it so far. Well, you've got, listen, the role of the goalkeeper has changed. You, you've got to be able to play play football here. Ranger now in behind into the box, just holds his run a moment. Still, Dante Ranger just falls over Ooh. now. He was there, well challenged, and then the ball, the clearance was smashed into him. Linehan just a little too over-physical in trying to win the ball back. It was a, a great run through, but maybe just needed to be a little more decisive once he got into the box. Yeah, he, he's, he had uh, he had a couple of opportunities to hit the ball. Wasn't quite sure himself, and, uh, and credit due to the Royston defender there, just for sort of uh, standing in his way, basically. Yeah, Royston keeping the score down so far. Played through here. Straight, oh. though, to Ben Ghazi, who can try and slip it through to Silva. Silva back across, now taken down by Ranger. Oh. Shot is blocked. Ben Ghazi on the volley, and it trickles wide. Always a difficult technique, that one. The ball was low enough as it was, and he tried to generate the power. They look great when they go in, though, don't they, yes. Freddie? They, they really do. But no cigar for the men this time. Keep cracking on. Yeah, Royston are playing themselves into trouble, aren't they? They're trying to play out from the back, but Hitchin have got Ranger leading the line, and they've got four players go. in behind him from left to right who are just going to mop up anything. Forward now from defence. Up towards Ranger. Gets past his man, Aidan Harvey. Ranger just falling over. Wide now to Silva. Cuts onto his left foot That's and too it's deep. a very deep cross he knows it's too deep as well but uh, they will be able to keep it in play it's the goal scorer Rassiedu taking on his man and winning another hitching corner the Canaries in control yeah excellent and uh, excellent work again there from Rassiedu over on that left hand side he's uh, he's having a good old game mate I can tell you yeah it's all hitching uh, so far they just wait for the ball to be retrieved. I think Roy's going to go over there and, and get it back. 17 gone, Hitchin 1, Royston nil. Kulik up there from the back, maybe just offering uh, a short corner. I've just been pressing uh, Lee Sports to play a 3-2-4-1, a uh, and that seems to be what Hitchin have sort of drifted into at the moment, having, mm. them, having them four on rushing players there yeah, when you're a striker that's holding yeah. up. Uh, it's just terrifying thrown back over the top of the stand by which point there's already been a, a new one kicked on by one of the coaches and <laughs> now someone will have to kick that off back all the way up to that Royston dugout Roy Smith leading this young Crows side corner kick then Ben Ghazi to take and this is a, mm. a low one it's gone through everyone it really has it beat the Royston man it beat the first Hitchin man and it beat Linehan at the back post as well strong header away here uh, by Oscar Hurd and over the top, the offside flag up straight away, though, uh, against Harvey Smith, the uh, young assistant referee on that far side. Quick to raise the flag and Hitchin win it back. They've looked composed and comfortable so far. I mean, yeah, they've got to watch out for that because Royston were hitting them on the break. And I tell you what, it's very marginally offside um, for the young man there. He's unlucky, uh, just, just went a foot too soon. Run from deep here from one of the Hitchin defenders. Just lays it off. It's just behind the man. You can drive uh, forward on it oh now. Ranger dear. was back in there. Another strong tackle. Great tackle. Uh, this time by Hazelhurst. They're flying in tonight. It's a humid, warm evening again. Probably just a bit of dew on the pitch to help you slide around a little bit oh. more as the Hitchin man does now. The legs were high in the air. Studs were showing, but no real malice. That wasn't his eventual tackle, though. And Royston... We'll just make a few of their grievances clear to the Hitchin players and the referee there. Six of one, half dozen of the other, that is. That's just kids having a tear up. 
Yeah, it was just one of those where... Same with Bukayo Saka against United when he was tackled. But once those studs start showing in the air, you, you always worry. Yeah. But there was nothing really wrong. But he, he did foul the Royston man. Uh, eventually, it remains Hitchin 1, Royston 0. Bentley Asiedu uh, scoring the goal for the second game in a row. And it will be uh, a free kick then. Hazelhurst will take. Just waiting another time. There's two in the wall. It's a low one and it's cleared away, but not convincingly. It's spun back towards goal. Back heel now blocked. Uh -huh. It will still fall on the turn is the number five shooting Harvey. And eventually blocked away. I love that back heel in there over the top now. Taken down. Flag stays down as well. Harvey again prodding the ball through. Oh. In a goal is Harvey Smith. And then it's won back by a hitching man. The Canaries will try to break. Silver's forward down the right-hand side. He picks up possession. He's got work go, to do go, to go. run onto it. And in the end, Oscar Hurd is quick enough to backpedal. Clear up the line. The hitching man just lets it run past him. That's all pull. But great little set piece there from Royston. Worked it well. Yeah, it did. And they're unlucky not to score from it, really. But for the uh, dedication of those hitching defenders, they were literally throwing themselves in front of it. Excellent play. Yeah, back across come Hitchin here, though. Linehan's in the middle of the park. He will uh, just watch now as the ball's move wide to Silver. Again, it's well cut out by Hurdy. He's got his work cut out, hasn't he? But he, he's, yeah. he's proving strong so far. Yeah, so far so good. He's, he's kept Silver in his pocket for now, but we know what Silver's like. He'll get out. Linehan nearly losing possession here to Hazelhurst, and Hitchin do lose possession eventually, but again, they press well, and then it's just flicked almost a back heel out for a throw-in by Essel Paul. 21 gone, Hitchin 1, Royston 0 uh, in the FA Youth Cup. Throw-in then for uh, Oscar Hurd. Down the line then. And Hazelhurst will just run in behind. Obviously onside because it was directly from a throw-in. Moved across now and pumped forward. Looking for Ranger, taking it down. It's Again, it's good defending, but then Ranger straight back in there to win it back from Aidan Harvey. Ben Elgazi now oh, trying lucky. to switch the play down the left, and it was <coughs> straight to the Royston right back. Harrison Hubert, who can drive forward now. Again, it's wide to Joel McCormack. Tackle in there from Ben Elgazi does really well to win the ball. It's then played back to Meki Francis. Good spell for Royston here. Francis's ball out is unconvincing. It they eventually hmm. they work it wide to the left back and now Ben Elgazi again. A lot of the play coming through yeah. him pops Good it ball. out down the left hand side. Asiedu does a bit too much. Tries to spin past his mano. He does eventually. Keeps going down the left. I don't know how he's still got the ball at his feet. Delivering a low cross. And Harvey Francis has made sure uh, that that's ended up in butts close and behind for a hitching corner. End-to-end -end stuff. Yeah, it is end-to-end -end stuff. Roy Royston are just starting to get himself back in the game. We need to nip that in the bud early. Um, because if they do draw level, then the onus is with them. But uh, a corner to hitching by the club shop. Canary Kitchen on destination earlier on. Burger and chips, the usual uh, order of affairs here in the commentary box. They do a good pasty, though, as well. Yeah, I thought I'm going to go then. next, actually, pasty. Ben Elgazi in towards the middle of the box, oh. nearly breaking in there for Linehan. Goes again through everyone. They almost need to commit more forward here for these Hitchin. They've left three back on the halfway line. I guess you can't send too many more up there when you lead, but the corners are right on the money every time. Yeah, they're great and uh, low and hard across that box. You just got to, uh, you know, trust it and, and get get yourself in there. Goal kick then for uh, Josh Fake, just playing it out here and back across now to uh, the number five, Aiden Harvey. Again, given away though, everything just being sucked up. If 
Hitchens midfield doesn't get it. It'll just go straight through to the defence. Silva aiming another mm. deep cross in towards the back of the penalty area. Just not quite working out for him so far. As Asiedu making that uh, back post run. And it's still uh, Hitchin who lead by a goal to nil. And Royston, we've seen them just come back into the game a little bit more in recent moments. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they've started to get themselves on the front foot. Like I say, we need to sort of uh, draw that one in there. Nice, nice idea from Henry Silva there just to lay the ball over. Um, to the onrush in um, Asiedu. Um but um, yeah, just just a, a little bit too far for him. Played out here by Josh Fake. The, the defender is Turkington, and he turns past his man, goes long, and it comes off McCormack and behind uh, for a hitch and throw in. So the Canaries, their momentum just <coughs> being stalled at the moment uh, by this Royston outfit. Throw in now, though. Ben Ghazi is in there. It's Asiedu turning back on the halfway line. He's a good player, you know. Mm. Asiedu and Ben Ghazi both showing what they can do in the midfield. It's the latter on it now, That's but he's terrible. just giving it away to Harvey Smith. And Royston might be in behind. They won't be in the end. It's just over here with a zero trying to run in behind. And... Francis can come and collect. Right, the commentator. One. Yeah, mate. We, Been we a while, actually. Yeah, no, well, you're in good company. Don't worry about that. I've, I've said plenty of things. Ranger again, dropping really, really deep, coming back into the centre circle, Love back that. to his defence. I've got the numbers forward to cover for it as well. Ranger again. Yeah, certainly not an out-and-out striker. There's a late tackle by Ben Elgazi, and the referee did think about letting mm. the advantage go and instead said that'll be a free kick for Royston Town uh, on the halfway line. Taken quickly now by Hazelhurst. Always a good tempo to these Youth Cup games. Ooh. Through into the middle, and he's Great through save. in behind. He might still have a second chance to score. He does. It's Royston who fight back. The flag had stayed down. And the first save, just like the, the hitching goal, actually, was made really well. Francis will feel very hard done by. And the ball eventually into the back of the net. I think it's Azira who scored it. And it's Royston Town who fight back. And we said they had that good spell of pressure. But again, it's hitching. They, they were just starting to look shaking. Yeah, and uh, like, like we was just saying again, you know, Royston got their tail up. And if you give them an opportunity, um, excellent save from, from Mekki Francis, the first mm. one. You, you're almost a carbon copy of Josh Takes at the other end. Uh, and, and, you know, um, just unable, no defender can close that down. And, uh, and the onrushing Royston mm. player there just tucking it into the back of the yeah, net. But to be frustration for Hitchin, really. Yeah, so I was just going to say that. It is frustrating, but uh, Royston have got their tails up now. Yeah, interesting to see who really wants to take control of this game now because, yeah, Francis, especially when you make that, in, that, that first save and you think, actually, things are with us now, but he was never going to miss the second opportunity even after passing up the first one was no. uh, Aziri. You shouldn't give him a second opportunity. You've got to keep hold of that ball. Here but comes uh, Linehan, though. Again, it's a strong tackle. Ball just gets away from him and he's playing right on that offside line is uh, Aziri. So was Harvey Smith there. I did look over to the assistant referee because he was right on the shoulder of the last man. But mm. we will have to see. The VO cameras are up as always. And <laughs> VAR. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those. Have you seen some of those Howard Webb sort of explainer videos when they released the audio that was made from the the decisions? Very interesting. And it. shows, if anything, the problems aren't the technology. It's the people behind the technology, yeah, which makes you sort of question then the need for the technology. It's it's interesting to see how it all oh operates. Dear. It's Ben El Ghazi. And 
goalkeeper coming out uh, to claim Josh Fate. Good to have uh, Chris Wilkinson, Finn's dad, of course. Said good luck tonight, hey. lad. So good to have you listening in. All right, Chris. Uh, Chris, wide here now uh, to Asiedu. And again, Hitchin, who were playing some great football early on, almost like the first team. They've just lost the momentum in this game and they're, they're trying to skill out players. They're trying to do it themselves. Need to go back to basics. So here come Royston playing this counter-attacking football. Down the right-hand side, he's driving in field. Now into the box. Brilliant recovery tackle, though, by Benjamin Gambra. That <laughs> is why you put someone like that in defence for tackles like that. That's where you earn your money. Well, pace, pace, pace. That's all I can say. You've got to have pace at the back. Um, you know, they look like uh, they don't look like they're playing a, a back five, to be fair. I know it does sort of turn into a five at times when they're on the back foot. Um, but it does look like they've, they've got a three across there. I'll confirm that with Jonesy, mm. um, what they are actually doing maybe later on. But um, it just shows you that you do need that pace and, uh, and well done to the young man. Number of seven league sides you expect in the FA Youth Cup. Leamington the only other one in action tonight. They lead 1-0 apparently uh, an unbelievable overhead kick wow. uh, in that game. Mikelova, Burkhamsted, Stourbridge already through from this round. Header coming in and oh. Royston have made it 2-1. There you go. It's the header into the top corner from Ronnie Culling. He picked his spot perfectly uh, to put Royston back in front. Yeah, nobody, nobody picking up the man. That was what it is. I think uh, they were all like in, in a two and eight, leaving it to the other person. Um, I can just see Mekki Francis over there now trying to get an explanation from mm. his back boys, but uh, none of them know what's going on because they just didn't see it. Yeah, well worked corner. Cullen came across to the near post. Still a lot of work to do to properly divert the header into that top corner past Mekki Francis and, and Royston go 2-1 up and Hitchin set pieces for a problem in last season's run as well if I remember rightly and Royston Town they always produce these big tall players who can head them in from a corner that's for sure well we've got to be aware of it we know what Royston are like and, uh, and a familiar scoreline beckons so the visitors now leading at top field then delight for the Crows and their players and supporters Two goals in three minutes for them as the ball switched across to Henry Silva. The onus on Hitchin to fight back. Lovely control. Goes down the right-hand side now to Silva. Needs some support. Cuts back in. Just yeah. falls over. Ball does hit his hand, but nothing deliberate about it. Again, Hitchin just doing a little too much on the ball. Good defending again here from Essel Paul. And back into the middle of defence and back to Mekki Francis. These games, they can just change so quickly. Yeah, they can. And like I say, we, we, we even called it, didn't we? We just said if Royston uh, get themselves on the front foot, get a goal, then the onus is with them. And, the, and, and, and that's exactly what's happened. Ranger now back into defence with uh, Kulik. Finding Ranger. Again, drops in. Slips the ball through. Asiedu's on side. Down on the left-hand side. Oh, he's played the ball back across. There's no one there. It's cleared away unconvincingly. And the referee is given a free kick. Oh, he's pointed to the penalty spot, has he? I Looks think the like man it. was just in the box and Hitchin now of the opportunity to equalise from the spot. He he did well, it was a great run and it must have been a foul from Josh Fake as well. Hitchin had the opportunity after half an hour then yeah. uh, to get right back into this game. Like I said, you know, if you're a goalkeeper, you've got a right to go for it. If you're a striker, you've got a right to go for it. Um, but you haven't got a right to take the man out. And that's, and that's what he's done. He's, uh, he's, I don't think it's a deliberate act. I think he's just sort of gone straight through him. And yeah. um, 
He's all right, though. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for, the I player to get Bentley back up. I think it's Bentley Asiedu. He it won is. a penalty after <clears> being fouled by the goalkeeper in the previous round. Oh, no. So he certainly knows how to do it. He did score that penalty afterwards, and Henry Silva was in there. Okay, he's going to take this He's going to be stepping over it this time. Huge opportunity for Hitchin then in front of a, a good crowd here at top field. I'm confident. And it is Bentley Asiedu then who gave Hitchin the lead after 10 minutes, gave them the lead from the spot against Alzi after being fouled by the goalkeeper. He's been fouled by Josh Fake here, and he takes a deep breath, steadies himself, steps up left-footed, little stutter, and he scores! He goes straight down the middle, cool as a cucumber from Bentley Asiedu. And again, goals are coming like London buses here, and it's Hitchin 2, Royston 2. Well, he dropped to his knees. I don't know if that was just in praise or whether it was actually he's, he's got a little nibble there. He's walking fine, so I, I <laughs> guess it was just giving thanks and praise. Um, yeah, excellent work from the, from the young man there. He's, he's definitely been Hitchin's brightest spark yeah. uh, so far. And uh, level peggings, here we go. What a game. Winning and scoring penalties in two consecutive games. It does not happen too often, but I like that. If you win it, you take it. And yeah. if you're comfortable to take it, then step up. And he certainly was comfortable to take it in the end. The little stutter and then just placing it straight down the middle. Josh Faker just shuffled to his left. And it was a great run in there. It was difficult because Fake, you understand why he had to come out and yeah, try absolutely. and get to the ball. But he, he did clatter his man in the end. And that gave Hitchin the opportunity from the spot. So yeah. after 32 minutes, we've had four goals in this game. Crazy. Three of them coming in the last six minutes. It's a wild, wild world, Freddie. <laughs> it certainly is. Yeah, goals going in. Long over the top here, Ranger uh, would be offside. We saw yeah. a few last season. Hitchin beating God Manchester over 7-2 in the extra preliminary round. They were given a bye in the next round. They then put six past MK Irish as Royston That's again right. try and play out from the back. And then that brilliant penalty shootout win at Bugbrook St. Michael's. Two right. all. Torrin and Tege scored both the goals and then he netted the winning penalty, didn't he? But yeah. if I remember rightly, he missed a great chance and added time to hit his hat-trick as well, which would have been mm. even better. But that was, a, that was a great night. One of my favourite commentaries we've done, actually. It really was. And Bugbrook are through again, actually. And maybe they'll play St. Neots in the next round. Maybe we'll be seeing them soon. Ball in now. And deep. Uh, they'll play Stockfold. Sorry. Not Stockfold, sorry. They'll play... Uh, St. Ives. Uh, no, I don't know. Come on, come <laughs> One on, of the Freddy. two. Sort but, it out, they're, but they're in the first qualifying <laughs> round draw, so we, you never know, he might get Bugbrick again. They were uh, great hosts, actually, when we were up there. We were right were, in the thick they? of it, weren't we? Yeah, we were, we were sat at the front of the coach, which is someone with long legs is always handy as well. We were given the boardroom hospitality and... Plenty of stick from the Bugbrook fans, which of course has turned back their way after Hitchin yeah, <laughs> won that shootout. Here's Silva trying to create more memories for these Canaries. The ball just too close to the goalkeeper and claimed uh, by Josh Fake. And Hubert can now bring it forward down the right-hand side. It's still swelteringly hot here at top field, actually. It's lovely. I'm feels sitting in like, a T-shirt. Yeah, it feels like we could be sort of in Singapore somewhere where it's just humid all day. It's 24 degrees still. Yeah. I, d so I did high say, as 30 today, wasn't it? I did say, Freddie, we're going to get an Indian summer, man, in September yeah. and piping up. Abs can't complain. Can't um, complain at all. But Definitely not complaints from here. Sweaty it. evening out there for these players. and It's going to be the same 31 on Saturday as Hitch and Take on Redditch United. That'll so be a game. Wouldn't want to be playing on a plastic pitch this weekend, that's for sure. Long <laughs> here and taken oh. down by Tabby Jones and one back by Dante <laughs> Ranger. Down the left-hand side, low cross blocked by a yeah. Royston man in front of their substitutes who were just stretching out. And uh, it will be 
They're throwing then for Hitchin Town. Slight bit of excitement there. He was through, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I thought, oh, here we go. Yeah, throw in here then over on the uh, left-hand side. Hitchin 2, Royston 2. Good game of football at top field. Man just going down here, referee straight away, waving away any appeals of the penalty, headed back into the box, and again, fake quick of his line. Uh, claiming the ball this time in the green goalie strip. He's looked good today. Mm. Yeah, just gave away that penalty though, didn't he? So she'll have to pick himself up from. But yeah, always frustrating as a goalkeeper it must be when you make such a good first save as both of these goalkeepers have, yeah. but then it presents an easy rebound uh, for the striker who's running through. How do you sort of come back from that? Well, you just get your head back in the game. It's as simple as that, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's over, it's in the past, it's mm. too all. Now let's stop it from being free too. Yeah, and is, is it about thinking actually... Uh, you know, reflecting on how good the first save was instead of the fact, you know, it's not your fault if you can't get back up and, and do another one to save. Yeah, that's right. The last thing you want to do, and I don't think any of these guys are going to do it, is start beating yourself up about mistakes, you know, because it really ain't worth it. Everyone's going to make a mistake. It's just uh, how you pull yourself out of it. Yeah, and the game very much still here for the taking. If we level after 90 minutes, straight to penalties uh, tonight at this stage. Uh, in the competition. Slip through here, good tackle in though uh, by Hitchens, Chanky, uh, Beater. Royston though will cut inside uh, off the right wing, Hubert into the middle of midfield for Oscar Casey, goes all the way back now to uh, number 14, Rory Hazelhurst forward now and taken down. Linehan in there trying to win the ball back. This is Ben Elgazi. He's got in from behind. He's taken the ball, but That's again, no I think the, the yellow card's going to come up for him. He's been reckless in his tackling at times tonight, and I think he's going to be punished now by the referee, Ben Elgazi. Yeah, I think it is a card coming out for yeah. the young fella. There's two bites of the cherry there as well. <laughs> the referee, <laughs> even more of a, de a decision to make, really. Yeah, I mean, he's got no choice there. He's got to give the uh, give the lad a card on that one. Yeah, like you say, he's been he's been having a nibble at everyone, hasn't he? Mm. Just trying to get himself in the game. That's all it is. Yeah, tackling from behind is a dying art at the moment, anyway, as these players will know. And it's a free kick. It's in a good position. It's shooting range. It's going to yeah. be a, a left footer. I've seen Hazelhurst take them so far. I think it's going to be. Him again in that number 14 shirt. There's four in the wall. It's towards the right-hand side of the Hitchin area. It's a long run-up as well for Hazelhurst, who, as we speak, takes even more steps back and then just moves across. He's going to look for that sort of knuckleball technique. It's McCormack, in fact. Watch the steps same. back now, forward, straight run-up, and he's just hit it up and over the top. You could tell he was going for the knuckleball, but yeah. when it doesn't come off, it just sort of looks like a, a bit of a floaty effort. Yeah, and uh, and a wasted effort, you might say. Mm. It should go long again, though, from the goal kick. Silver taking it down. More direct approach here. Back into the middle. Chips it forward, looking for Ranger. Headed away. Linehan up there. Flicked forward by Hazelhurst. 2-2 two -two at top field. Ooh. And this is nice here from Asiedu. Gets past uh, the right back, Hugh, but still Asiedu into the box now. Asiedu back across goal. Oh. It's just gone wide. I think Ranger got the last touch. And behind for a goal kick. It's a great chance. It was zipped across by Asiedu. He did all the work down the left. I love that kind of play. You know that, mm. Freddie. Nice, nice cutting in behind uh, and sending the ball low and hard back into the box for the on-rushing forwards. And uh, very unlucky there just not to get a foot on it. Yeah, I don't know how much contact he got there, Ranger. But he had to time that run perfectly again, though. Asiedu, he's been the star man so far. Certainly has. And uh, and also this number two as well, SA Paul. I thought thinking he's having a great game as well for Hitchin. 
Lots to like about both of these sides so far. The way Royston have held strong and come back into the game. It's given away here, though. It's Linehan. Back to goal now. Forced away. And now Essel Paul, who you just mentioned, can run onto it. Silva goes wide. Picks up possession now down by the corner flag. Can use either foot. He's cut onto his left here. Delivering a good cross. Oh. Headed away down low by the Royston man. And behind the... Offside flag's gone up. No, no corner kick. I was going to say that would have been a, a very bad decision. <laughs> corner <laughs> kick for Hitch and Town. Yeah, no, it's a, the, the right decision. It, it did go just out of play there. I think he's going to leave it. Yeah, it's going to be yeah one of the two. Henry Silva's going to run over and take it. So Silva, who didn't feature, actually wasn't in the squad in the previous round. And he steps back now. Managed to pull two two Royston players over yeah, there with him with that little one. option. It's in towards the back post. Benel Garcia heads down and it's Hitchin free. Royston two. He was unmarked this time. Silver's cross was pinpoint. And it's the Canaries who go back in front in this brilliant Youth Cup tie. No, it's an excellent header from um, from the young ma young man, um, Ben Ogazi. Um He's really put his head through that one and uh, and headed it down and low and into the ground. Um, Josh Sake can do absolutely nothing about it. But the clever thing was that was the uh, was the Hitchin player. I think it was. Um, I think it was Lenin that came out to join um, to join Silver by the corner post. Brought two Royston players out with him that should have been picking up um, Ben El Ghazi. Yeah, it's Hitchin. Then he retake the lead. Four goals in 14 minutes. Brilliant. It is a, a bit of a Youth Cup classic so far. We're enjoying this, and there's still uh, 50 minutes left of it uh, still to play as well. Just what I need. Five minutes left of the first half. Same here. <laughs> up and over the top now. Ticking down. Oh. Ranger looking to go wide. Paul was in there. Good sliding tackle. Paul's hurt himself though. Just holding mm. that ankle. And now there's still players flying in for the tackle. And just Paul already helped up. Maybe a bit earlier than he'd have liked. But he's going to soldier on. Yeah, Oscar Heard there just giving him a handy up. Like and... Uh, He'd have probably, as you say, like to have spent a couple more minutes on the ground, mm. but uh, we, we, we go on. There's more goals in this game. Yeah, very enjoyable this so far. I see do a brace for him and then Ben Elgazi scoring as well. The header popping up at the back post. Both of these teams showing what they can do from set pieces, attacking them well and perhaps defending them poorly. Long shot here oh, just over yeah. the bar. That would have been something spectacular from the Royster man who cut onto his right, but the technique hmm. was absolutely perfect. I think it was Ronnie Culling the it man was. up from the back. Yeah, he's got he's got one already, isn't he? And he's uh, he's certainly got an eye for goal. Mm. Number seventeen. That was a thorn in the side for somebody on Saturday as well. That number <laughs> seventeen, and uh, Culling nearly putting his side level again. Juliet. Yeah, he scored Royston's header to put them two-one in front, but it's Hitchin who turned it around. That Asiedu penalty. And then Ben Elgazi heading in at the back post from Silver's corner. It was a change of corner takers. It was over on the right-hand side, and he was free as a bird at the back post, headed it past uh, Josh Fake. It's one of those. There's going to be more goals to come in this game, you feel. Silver now through down the right. Paul gets there. Ooh. Oh, he's taking a big swing at the ball. He's taken out his man instead. The referee sees sense mm. and says it'll just be a goal kick, but just rolled away from him. Yeah, I think he's, he's gone. He's gone to stick a cross in, and uh, it's on the move. He's on the move and leaning back, and there's only one outcome, and that is you end up on your backside. Yeah, cracking game of football. Get in touch if you are listening in. Let us know who you're supporting, where you're listening from, and we'll make sure to give you a shout out here uh, on HTFC Radio. The man going down in the box here. The referee says no penalty this time. It was Ranger well. uh, under pressure from Casey, and now Ranger fouls the Royston man and. Yeah, there's definitely a bit of an A505 derby feel about this game. It's got some teeth in it, hasn't it? 
certainly has. <laughs> when these senior t sides meet, we always see it, and a lot of these players pulling on the Hitchin shirt for the first time, but they know that Royston's the enemy, of course. Of course they do. They, <laughs> well, and Aussie Town in the previous round, you probably didn't help with that little rivalry in your time. Yeah, we had a few... <laughs> We had a few rounds of it, and unfortunately, this looks probably looks like it's uh, a little bit worse. The ref yeah. just calling on the physio as everybody takes an opportunity to grab a. Desperate to have a drink. I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to mine. Just having a swig I've of water got, at I've half time as well. So it is. It is a hot and humid evening, and two minutes left for the first half. We're going to see some time added on now. It's Oscar Casey. Uh, who's down and look I've, I've got all my usual stats all my usual prep I've, I've not read out any of it because it's just been such an end-to-end -end exciting game that we've just been we've just been talking all the whole way through about what's been happening on the pitch which was always a sign of a good affair absolutely no you're absolutely right it's it's, it's been end-to-end -end stuff and and lively and and yeah we've hardly had a chance to sort of catch our breath really yeah, this has been the first real stoppage at all. He's going to be okay to continue, which is good. Brilliant. Uh, Oscar, Hayes, Oscar Casey, and physio, who is one of the Royston coaches who had to come on, is just going to use the opportunity to just have a word with the referee as well to maybe protest that foul. But we know how, how much good that does. Yeah, it's been it's been heated at times, but all all you know, all in good spirit. But mm. you know, it's a it's an FA Youth Cup game. It's a knockout tie, place in the first qualifying round for grabs. After this, it's three more rounds of qualifying to reach the first round proper. Football League sides enter in the first round. Premier League teams will come in in the third round. So from the extra preliminary round to the final, 13 games of football, which I think is the same, if not identical, uh, completely <coughs> to, to the senior competition itself. The final will be played on Saturday, the 4th of May uh, 2024. Last year's final, Arsenal... Uh, beaten 5-1 by West Ham at the Emirates. They went 1-0 up in that one, did Jack Wilshire's side, and then West Ham turning the game around in front of a good mm. crowd. Manchester United have previously sold out Old Trafford for the Youth Cup final not too long ago as well. But it all gets started down here with these sort of non-league and academy sides. So Royston to get us back underway then after that little stoppage. Heard up and over the top, and good to see Casey welcomed back onto the field by the referee. Lining it is here. And then... Casey in on him, almost injured himself straight away of a strong tackle. Into added on time at the end of the first half. Back now to uh, Meki Francis. And then uh, Kulik back to Francis again. Just trying to toy with this Royston press, aren't they, Hitchin? Hmm. Trying to suck them in. And Francis very, very comfortable on the ball. As is the way that players are taught in goal these days. And a lot of midfielders apparently looking to be converted when they're sort of in youth football, and that's the position they look to because they know that they're going to be good at their good with their feet most of all. What going into goal? Yeah, they used to struggle getting goalkeepers when I were a nipper. Mm. <laughs> is it more attractive now, or is it, is it sort of the same? What do you think? Well, I, well certainly when I was growing up, you, if you went in goal, it was because you weren't match cop, really. Um, <laughs> you know, at low level, I'm talking yeah. about. Uh, and yeah, it's definitely become <laughs> a, a, a lot more uh, desirable over the years. Josh Mollison's going to come back over here. And <laughs> he, he's welcome to come over. He's a lot younger than me. I did say when I was a lad, so um, <laughs> that was a few years before he was uh, he was around. <laughs> course he is part of our prestigious commentary team is Josh Mollison we wouldn't want to lose him but the way things are going here you might be needing him when I'm gone as well but that's all right It'll the come goalkeepers on. union's being fractured I don't know what's happening no it hasn't Freddie you're just you're <laughs> just media stirring up trouble mate that's what it is <laughs> into added on time here 
We'll blame the heat. Tempers are rising on the pitch and up here as well. Throw taken in here. And Boomer with me in pre-season. That Arsenal game. Oh, oh the pressure put on here by Ranger. One back. Luckily by Royston. Oh, it's forced to line in here, though. Gets into the box. Onto his right foot. Shot away. It's blocked well, though, by Aidan Harvey. Chip back in. Towards the back post. There's no hitching man there. Making the run into that part of the penalty area. Cleared away now. Uh, Kulik winning it back. Why? There's still time left in this first half. Gambra. And back in now to uh, Chanke Bita. Lovely turn here this time again. Asiedu. Finding Gamba again. Strong tackle comes off the Hitchin man last behind for uh, a goal kick. We don't want half time to come really, but I'm sure these players mm. will in the heat. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying this and uh, really eagerly looking forward to the second half as well. Um, I mean, if you're Royston, what can you do really? You've you've got to kind of wake your defence up because they mm. keep giving the ball away. This is playing out from the back ain't really working. You know, it's not. You know, I'm not really a great <laughs> fan of it anyway. Um, mm. But it, it, and that's why yeah. you can get and yourself in trouble. And they've made it so guys. obvious to Hitchin, haven't they? That Hitchin have just come onto them. They've committed numbers forward, and they they press as a pack. Rather, Royston, it will sort of be Azire up on his own up there, and Harvey Smith doing the pressing, and the rest of the team sort of dropping deep. Hitchin are going hunting for the ball. You know, two or three players, four players sometimes going at once when Royston tried to play out, and they keep turning it over in these dangerous positions. For Royston, it's been about just taking their chances, counter-attack, set pieces, much like the senior side at times as well. And that will be half-time. Well, we've seen five goals hmm. in this first half already. Four of them coming in 14 minutes between the 26th minute and the 40th. It was Bentley Asiedu who gave Hitchin the lead after 10. The Canaries continued to knock on the door. They couldn't find a second. And suddenly, two goals in three minutes. Uh, Azare and then Culling, who scored that header from the corner, uh, put Royston on top in the game before Bentley Asiedu once again won and scored a penalty. And then Ben Ghazi met Silva's corner at the back post. Five goal thriller, Marikalion. Hitchin pipping it so far for you? Yeah, definitely they are for me. But uh, again, if you're giving Royston uh, opportunities, you know, there are they've got a couple of fellas that Culling, you know, he, he's a goal scorer. He knows where the goal is and he nearly put his side level again just before we uh, went down the tunnel. Um, yeah, Hitchin are just clinching it for me at the moment and mostly down to that man, Bentley Asiedu. Yeah, really good game of football. Make sure you join us again in 15 minutes' time. JLR Autocare. The one-stop auto shop to keep you on the road. Friendly, knowledgeable staff are here to help. Call us now on 01462 420999. The emergency service for your car. Visit us at units 8 to 9, Wilbury Court, Wilbury Way, Hitchin. Keeping it local. Well, we've been able to catch our breath at half-time, Mary. Yeah. We've had a great catch-up with uh, Damon Lathrop, who's always taking a keen interest in these academy games. He's the head coach now, of course, of Watford's women's team, and uh, he obviously was, was really heavily involved in Hitchens' academy setup as well. He's, he yeah. reckons that Hitchin will, in the end, win this one quite comfortably, and we probably thought that early on, and Royston, like they always seem to do at any level of football, they just make yeah. things difficult for you. Yeah, they do, and they, they, they put themselves in front, and like uh, like he said also, he's, he's a lovely fella, by the way, uh, and like he said, you know, if it, it, it all depends on who gets the next goal. If Royston get it, then it could turn. Yeah, absolutely. It's Hitchin free Royston two at half-time. Bentley Asaidu scoring twice, uh, and Ben uh, Gassem Ben Ghazi, who is on a yellow card, the first player to be booked in this game. Also netting for Royston, the goal scorers, uh, Ike Azere and 
uh, Ronnie Culling as well, uh, who almost scored a, an absolute screamer as well, cutting in onto his right foot. Nearly finally the top corner. Well, the subs are out there warming up, and we thought that the, the, the sides themselves would follow. It's not been the case. They've not been no. that quick. Uh, so we're still waiting around for the moment. We will uh, talk, I think, still to Michael Jones after this game, just to get his perspective, even though he's not there in the dugout, just as a, mm. as a hitching man, of course, who is overseeing the academy. Just to talk about a few of these players. Who, who's impressed you then so far in this young Canary side? Well, uh, I have to definitely put a shout out for Captain Bentley aside. He's, he's looked really good. Um, Esau Paul has looked good. Um, Mecky Francis hasn't really done too much wrong in between the sticks. Benjamin Cabra, uh, Gambra, sorry, um, he's looked pretty pretty handy as well. As has better in the in the middle of the park. Um, it's it's quite a good performance really all round. I was expecting a bit more from Henry Silver if I'm honest, but that's not a, I'm not being critical of him. I think he's having a good game. Just I was expecting a bit more. Dante Ranger, um, maybe if he has a little bit more luck, he'll net himself a goal as well. Yeah, Silver, it's hard as as a winger as well, isn't it? Because you can it's easy to be critical of yourself and that final ball mm. sort of doesn't come off sometimes. Or if you're not receiving the service, you're so often your skills and your your trade really is to beat the man, deliver that cross, deliver that shot, and mm. Yeah, it's a, it's a difficult job getting up and down as well. There's a lot of attacking to do. Well, here come the teams and the referees just uh, part ways and allow the teams to walk through the middle of them. Royston in there, uh, white and black, Hitchin uh, in yellow and green. Uh, no sign of any changes so far uh, for the Canaries. And yes, an enjoyable game of football. Both of these teams going up against each other for a place uh, in the first round proper. A great run last year for Hitchin. So much fun going through all the way to the third qualifying round. The Canaries knocked out by National League side Chesterfield. That was a, a really enjoyable night uh, in, itse in itself. Yeah, it was. I think you'd probably say from what we've seen so far, that side, of course, we knew how good they were. But mm. what, what can you see these guys doing? Well, there's, there's definitely some sharp pencils in this box, as, as we've seen um, today. And uh, at the end of the second half, I'll, I guess we'll have a, a, an even greater insight. Uh, I've, I think I'm going to agree with Matey Boy there. I think we, we are going to roll out winners at, uh, at the end of the day. But I think also Royston have got a surprise up their sleeve. Um, Really, um, I, I see him doing quite well in this competition. Just depends on the luck of the draw, really. Yeah, absolutely. Baldock Town or Kempston Rovers away from home in the first round of qualifying for the winner uh, this evening. Well, Royston uh, uh, just doing some running as Hitchin actually uh, prepare a change. Uh, we'll let you know who's coming on. We've got uh, head groundsman Steve Barker listening in as well. So a big shout out to you, Steve, the pitch as well. Once again, playing beautifully. Hitchin, a real run of home games, isn't it? Played against... Uh, well in here, Youth Cup tonight, and then Redditch, Nuneaton and Sudbury all at home. Isn't one of those games was reversed? Yes, Redditch, yeah, Redditch, you're right, it? which is why there's been almost more of a, a run of home games. It's then Barwell after that as well, I should say, before Hitchin travel uh, to Kettering Town in Northamptonshire. Joseph will be scowling at the mention of their name <laughs> uh, as he listens in. And we're all ready to get... Uh, going again in the second half, Jake Simpson is the man who's been brought on uh, for Royston Town. So he's introduced. Hitchin unchanged uh, for this second half. They are uh, sticking. It is a back four by the looks of things for yeah, Hitchin. 4-3-3 yeah. uh, three, three, uh, or 4-1-4-1 four, one, four, one actually at times. I, I might switch and go to that. And sure. Royston then they'll kick from left to right. Hitchin will kick towards the uh, Bedford Road end in the second half. Long ball here. Francis just uh, backtracking. 
and uh, claiming possession. So it's Hitchin 3, Royston 2 in this FA Youth Cup tie as we start again uh, in the second half here uh, at top field. Down the line here, taken down by Silver. It looks like he's maybe uh, swapped flanks at half-time, come over to the left wing. So I'm sure Oscar Hurd will be very pleased with his evening's work if he's maybe managed to nullify the threat of Silver so much that he's actually swapped wings at half-time. Yeah, Hurd's had a great game, like keeping Silver under under wraps, really. It'll now be the turn of Harrison Hubert to go up against him, as well as his other defenders. Play through here now. Just gets away from the hitching man. It's Joel McCormack now down to the substitute Simpson. The offside flank goes up as he delivers his cross up to the back post, and there'll be a free kick uh, for the Canaries, who lead by three goals to two after a minute in the second half. Nice job from the Lino, just keeping himself up with play there because that's an odious task, I can tell you, especially at this level, mate. Them kids are fast. <laughs> yeah, you do wonder how they can they can keep up with it sometimes, the pace of some of these players nowadays. I thought that was Del Boy at first. <laughs> Too tall, but he's back here supporting today, actually. The Hitchin kit man, always a familiar face around top field. There's so many. Right, flick forward now, Silver trying to run in behind. Oh, he's nearly nicked the ball back uh, from Aidan Harvey. Back all the way now to Mekit Francis. As I said in the first half, you would like to get in touch with us. Uh, send us a message on the HDFC Radio website or drop me a tweet at Cardi Freddy. If you want to listen back to the commentary, uh, it will be up tomorrow morning uh, on the HDFC Radio uh, uh, it's Canary Club podcast, sorry, podcast feed. So you'll be able to listen back to that uh, tomorrow. We'll also have an interview with uh, Hitchin. Uh, Academy man Michael Jones as well after this game to get all of his thoughts uh, on the action. Of course, he's watching them from the sidelines. It's the, uh, the Pro Direct Academy Central London coaches who are providing the majority of these players. And those uh, those are Matt Bevan, Samir Karavas and Billy Leonard over there on the far side who will be uh, watching keenly uh, so far, as is Michael Jones, Josh Mollison. Maybe Stephen Gleason's listening in as well. Uh, perhaps that can't be here tonight, slip through here, good defending again, Essel Paul reading the game well, wide now though to Joel McCormack, onto his left foot, tries to chip one over the top, low header down, nice mo movement from Gambra to release it forward, and Silver can sprint down the left hand side, goes one way then the other, going up against Joe Turkington, onto his right foot, outside of the football into Ranger, turns, back to goal, Ben Elgazi wide now to Asiedu. He's now on the right flank, looking to cut in on his left foot. He goes through on his right. Asiedu on a hat trick. Oh. It's a long way over the crossbar in the end. He was just falling back as he got the shot away. What a brilliant move from Hitchin. I mean, I know he's on a brace, but he had three men in the middle of the box waiting for him. It might have been better for the man to just have a little look up there. Yeah, not a bad point at all. Asiedu, a couple of their Hitchin teammates uh, were there in support, as you say. Well, he's on a brace, so we've got to give, forgive him. Yeah, shout out to Eddie Selby and everyone listening in at his house. If there's, a f there's three of them listening in and he's enjoying the fact that Hitchin are winning this game against their A505 rivals. Absolutely. Royston goal kick then. It's going to be uh, Josh Fake to take it. Through now to Hazelhurst and back into uh, defence through the middle now. Controlled and wide Ooh. to McCormack who is just tripped over according to the uh, assistant referee wins a free kick our side of the halfway line in the Hitchin half and Royston will have the chance to send a few forward, it's going to be uh, Hubert to come over and collect the ball throws it back into position and uh, Rory Hazelhurst just stretching his left foot just pulling it behind him 
down on his knees now. As we say, it's hot and humid still yeah. at top field. Only just starting to cool down. Stepping back is the Royston man. Delivering the ball, it's a low one. He'll be very frustrated with that. They might still get something of it, though. It's flicked back over the top, and two hitching players back there. The goalkeeper comes and claims. He lifts his right knee high into the sky to war off any invaders. And then it's chipped over to the left. Silva chesting it down, back into uh, the left back. Down the left-hand side now, and maybe a running behind for Dante Ranger. Too close to the goalkeeper, though. Josh Fake, who can just bend down uh, and pick up the ball. And again, Royston playing out there from the back. There you go. Oh. And a foul, this time by Ranger, who was just a little too aggressive in the press that time. Yeah, just trying to nick it off of the fella, but, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's took too much of him. Goalkeeper going long for Royston. Henry Silva taking... Sorry, not Henry Silva. The opposite number, <laughs> Azir 8 for Royston taking the ball down. And... Uh, a throw-in for the Crows. Quiet so far in the second half. That one big chance falling to Bentley SAA doing a hat-trick. Thrown in here to uh, the number nine for Royston. Spinning just inside uh, his own half. And this time it's Royston who are happy to play out. Down the left-hand side. Flick forward. And Kulik just sees the ball all the way back into uh, Meki Francis, who's got uh, Tabby Jones just to his left. Francis picks the ball up, throws it out straight away. All quiet so far, actually. It's a lot quieter than it was in the first half, but you'd expect that, really, even from the young'uns. Long over the top now. Silver trying to run in behind. Chested down uh, by Linen. Low ball across to Ben Elgazi, whose goal, as things stand anyway, is sending Hitchin through into that first qualifying round of this FA Youth Cup. Laid off now. Chipped over the top by Ben Elgazi, who came forward, just overhit the pass and... It'll be uh, a Royston Town throw-in. Harvey Smith and uh, Aaron Alexander, Royston's goal scorer, is in that uh, extra preliminary round at Amptill Town. 104 in attendance uh, for that game. Alexander starting this game on the bench uh, with Smith uh, in the starting lineup. I think he may well have been hooked at half-time, actually. I can't see his number. Uh, out there, Harvey Smith, so one of the goal scorers replaced. Jake Simpson came on for him uh, at the interval. Yeah, and all quiet at the moment. Just thrown back in now to uh, Chanky uh, Beater. Maybe the players just starting to tire in the heat, I wonder. And I don't know if the managers would have told them to slow the game down at all or just take their foot off the gas a little bit. They're hitching coming forward down the right-hand side. Tackled well. Uh, by the Royston left-back, though, Oscar Hurd. Yeah, no, you've got a fair point there, um, Freddie. It is rather warm out there, you know. Like, even for these young'uns, you know, they're going to be uh, they're going to be upping and puffing soon. Throwing for Hitchin then into the middle of the park and out for a Hitchin throw-in then. It's in a good position over on the right wing. Canaries, a vessel pull forward to take it. Asiedu picking up possession, turning Good really turn. well. Bentley Asiedu onto the edge of the box now, going oh one way, then the other brought down He's just on the edge of the box. Wins a free kick, and you'd feel that the left footer's going to take it. Uh, yeah, sets it nicely for a left footer to take it, or uh, maybe they've got a trick up their sleeve like the Hitchin first team. Yeah, all of those routines that Mark Burke and Co always come up with. 
on the training ground. Of course, that's not a luxury that this Hitchin team has. They basically only ever play together on the pitch in these game scenarios in the FA Youth Cup. But many mm. of them, of course, teammates at Pro Direct Academy Central London. But there is no time for training. It's all about these match days and making it count, which is obviously really challenging for the coaches and yeah, which is too. why these coaches from Pro Direct Central London, such as the sheer number of their players operating for the Yellows, are you know, are overseeing these games. It's Asiedu then on a hat-trick, just making sure he's pointing the valve of the ball uh, in the right direction as a, a Royston man sprints back to help defend. Here we go then. Asiedu with the captain's armband. Stepping up. Dinky. Oh, it's Ooh. off the post. And it's bounced back out. Taken down by Ben Elgazi. Oh, Bentley Asiedu. That would have completed a quite spectacular hat-trick. Certainly would have done. It was uh, heading for the right direction. So unlucky there for the captain. Pinging back off the, off the woodwork. And it couldn't be... Followed up by a Hitchin player, unfortunately, for the Canaries. But that's a, a positive sign for them. They have got Jonathan Belango as well. He scored a screamer in the, the previous round to ultimately send Hitchin through. He's waiting in the wings on the bench, as he was in the previous game. Always nice to have something on the bench. You know, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Keep a couple on the side. Five subs for uh, Hitchin. Six of them uh, for Royston. Long over the top, nice control again down this right side. Great sliding tackle in there, though, from Benjamin Gambra. Winning the ball back behind for a, a Royston throw-in. Just challenging the, the man there, number 14, Rory Hazelhurst. And the throw-in will be taken uh, by Harrison Hubert. Just looks up, takes it short. Turning his uh, number 17, Culling. Almost found the net like himself that. in spectacular fashion on the stroke of half-time. Azire's been very lively so far. Scored Royston's uh, initial equaliser in the 26th minute. His first shot, a brilliant save, but finding the rebound, the second one on that counter-attack. Long here, headed away by uh, Hubert. Ben Elgazi grappling for possession here. He is in a yellow card, has to be careful. Good work here by Linen though, taking forward over the halfway line, looking for Ben Elgazi, can't find him. Again, he almost just slides into trouble. Royston looking for that switch. They had a left winger free as a bird over on that opposite flank, and he was onside, and Hitchin did well to cut it out. Remains Hitchin free, Royston two. Ten gone in the second half. Down here now to Hubert. Ben Elgazi slides in well this time, wins the ball back, and it can be carried forward now by uh, Kuzik. Nicely done. He's still Why driving not? forward as the centre-back, but in the end he's beaten by a lovely tackle. Linen trying to get there now, may have just fouled his man. The referee says no. Gambra now across. It's that man Bentley Asiedu again turning onto his left foot. Still is Bentley Asiedu into the penalty area now. Back oh. onto his right. The Royston man falls over, recovers really well, though, to his credit, Harrison Hubert. And it's in the end, it's Royston who win the goal kick. After being made to look a bit silly, he did really well, Hubert. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah, he's, uh, <clears throat> he, he was over on his backside for a little while, but uh, he's, he's done well, won his, won his team uh, mm. a Change goal kick. here for Hitch. Interesting. Ben Ghazi has been a real live wire at times, but as we say, is on a yellow on a card. Yellow, he's yeah. going to be replaced. So maybe the manager's just not too convinced that he was going to last these 90 minutes. <laughs> And we will see who's going to be uh, brought on for him then. 
before Royston uh, take this goal kick. They still trail here by three goals to two. They've just up, up the ante a little bit, and it is, as we may be called, Jonathan Balango, that goal scorer, uh, the second goal scorer in the previous round, coming on for Ben El uh, Ghazi. So he can find the back of the net. Here's another player who can, though, line and just trying to turn. He lost possession again, though. Royston playing this well. They look more comfortable. They look at a better unit in the second half and they're playing the ball through here had to be cut out by Kuzlik goes wide straight away to Asiedu have you made of Asiedu then on, the, on that opposite flank cutting in field has he been more effective? Um, I, I think he was probably more effective in the first half than he than he has been um, in the second but it's still early early days and he's an incredible player so he's definitely mm. Hitchin's standout player yeah, nearly bent that free kick into the top corner as well. Smashed off the crossbar. So unlucky for Asiedu. He's just one of them tricky players. I mean, he's winning free kicks is because you, you've got to take him out to end it, end what it is he's yeah. doing, you know? Gambra nearly losing possession. He did well in the end. It was a Tabby Jones, sorry, Tabby finding Gambra now, who can cut across into the midfield. Lovely turn on the ball by the new man, Balango. Trying to play it four, though, and it's straight to a Royston man. And they can counter-attack now the Crows through uh, Ronnie Culling. Trying to come forward. And the referee says there's a free kick uh, against a hitching man on the halfway line. and Just a bit stop-start now. Royston wait. They did reach the second qualifying round last season. 5 on win at Daventry Town. Then 7-0 at home to Crawley Green. Losing in the end to Northampton. Owen Chenix away from home. 1-0. Uh, Hitchin last reach in the first round in 2017. Long over the top here, headed away. They got to the third qualifying round last year and 2019 as well. So they have got some real pedigree in this competition. Here comes Silva down the left-hand side. No nonsense clearance this time by uh, number six. Yep, get rid Joe of it. Joe Turkington not playing, taking any chances against Henry Silva. Uh, and Hitchin will have the throw in. So they still lead by three goals to two, but Damon's talked to us at half-time off-air about how they <laughs> felt they'd go and get a quick couple of goals. That has not been the case. No, not at the moment it hasn't, but um, there's still plenty of time and plenty of chances and opportunities that are going to go begging. It seems to be all itching so far in the second half as well. I mean, Royston haven't sort of got themselves a decent attack together yet. Throwing down from Gambra, trying to work forward is uh, Dante Ranger and... Gambra up then from the back again to take the throw in. Short one, flicked forward by Linden and into no man's land really, taken down straight away by uh, Joel McCormack. Coming forward now, headed down and Tabby Jones is there. Just steadies himself, plays the ball all the way back into Mecky Francis. An hour played, Hitchin free, Royston two. Under the floodlights. Here in North Hertfordshire, the A505 derby. Turning again is Kulik. I mean, it's September, it's ten past nine, and we're sitting here in T-shirts yeah, sweating. T-shirt and shorts, yeah. We have literally been sweating as well. Yeah. It's been really humid, and only now is it starting That's to cool a great down. Ball. It's the weather where it's very difficult to go to sleep in as well, as Gambra tries to flick one over the top, looking mm -hmm. for it towards Henry Silver. And... McCormack brings the ball away. One back high, though, well by Chanky uh, Beta. Still going. Goes for mm. goal. Blocked by the first man. Why to Asiedu, though? Chanky Beta's up there. Still Asiedu onto his left foot. Shoots. Blocked by a couple of Royston men who 
clear away. He's got to be careful here. Oh, and he's in trouble now, the Hitchin defender. Tabby Jones on the halfway line wrestled his man down. And I'm surprised he's not going to get a yellow card because they were right on the halfway line. He would have been running in behind at least. Yeah, well, six of one half dozen of the other, to be fair, because the Royston man was having a bit of him and all. Mm. Yeah, maybe that's what the referee might argue, but some of those situations when the ball's coming forward on the halfway line, if you're caught last man, you know, it could be yeah. could be a red card if things don't go well. So just had to be careful and was able to there. So a free kick for Royston. And once all of those players drop in, it looks like a lot further from goal uh, than <laughs> it just did when they were coming forward, luckily for Hitchin. So free kick sent forward then by Hazelhurst towards the back post, headed forward and Ooh, then cleared away. Mix up really between Kulik and his goalkeeper who tries to punch it away here. I think it hits the head of a Royston man, goes wide uh, to the right back, delivering an early cross. Does the goalkeeper keep it in play? Certainly doesn't now. It's behind for a, a hitching corner. He just didn't talk. I think Kulik did the right thing, to be fair. Yeah. Not taking any chances. It's, it's gone behind for a Royston, yeah, uh, Royston corner. corner. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he's... he's he's stuck his foot through it and he scooped it and it? it's just gone straight up in the air and it's always going to cause you problems when it's up there here's the corner then Hazelhurst Royston's man in these dead ball scenarios one arm raised again deep headed down off a hitching man another shot coming in blocked though by Beto and then he has oh, curled into the top corner Royston equalised again in spectacular fashion that is a stunning effort That's in this game that keeps on giving that's top corner, mate. That is that's, uh, no chance for the goalkeeper. A superb uh, against the run of play uh, goal from Royston, but they're, they're not bothered if it's against the run of play or not. Game on, free it, all. It's Harvey Smith, then the scorer in the previous round. It's a brilliant strike. No one getting to the ball on the edge of the box. The first shot was blocked. Smith just cut inside, bent it into the top corner in the 63rd minute. It's three goals apiece, and the game just keeps swinging from one way to the other. Yep, it says the A505 pendulum. So Smith, um, Harvey Smith, two goals in two games. Bentley Asiedu, three goals in two games. Almost made it four and his free kick struck the crossbar as well. So it's the same players who are delivering for their size long over the top. The goalkeeper should get there, but he was offside the flag would have been raised you'd have felt a long time ago in the end it's well shepherded out by Francis and now the flag does go up there's no no VAR to worry about and he had put he put Francis under pressure from minute one I don't have no yeah, idea yeah. why the flag wasn't raised early there yeah no I could see he was offside he's mild offside Gambran out back across line and almost losing possession it's one back well though Chanky Beta was in there oh and then a little back heel Royston Looking very good now. Culling back out wide to uh, Joel McCormack. Coming forward, one back by a hitching man, but straight back into the feet of Harrison Hubert. Wide now, played in the middle. And finally, Hitchin can bring it clear. It's the tall figure of uh, Chanky Beta playing it forward for Silva. Good defending, though, by Royston. And Hitchin have the throw in. So it's just all about these spells, you know, it's which team can get the momentum and when they have it, can they capitalise on it? I'll tell you what Royston have done really well. They've kept Henry Silver out of the game. You know, every time he gets the ball, he's just getting, like, pecked at mm. and uh, just dealt with at the moment, you know. So uh, if they give him a moment. Yeah, so free all, and again, as it stands, straight to penalties. Hitchin won that shootout at Bugbrook. That would have been their last experience, but none of those players here today, of course. 
couple of them earning senior professional contracts. Torrid and Tege at Peterborough United, Yuko Oji at Leighton Orient, a scholarship there, both of whom scored five goals apiece last year. And a lot of those players, it was such a talented bunch. Well, listen, if it goes to penalties, I'm doing absolutely nothing this evening, you know, so you've got well, me. Well, I'm just worried because I've not drawn out my usual penalty shootout grid on my notes. So oh, I've obviously shame. completely forgot, forgotten that. That usually serves me well. Ball delivered in no towards need. the back oh. post, <laughs> nearly. <laughs> I, mean, I can see what you were thinking there, but nearly creeping into the top corner behind for a goal kick. But, yeah, usually it's an important part of my notes on nights like these. But for whatever reason, I thought we're going to have an out-and-out -out winner. I forgot to... Stick it in there. It's just more because I worry that I get the maths wrong. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'm sure I watched a, a shootout the other day. I think it was the Carabao Cup, Fulham knocking out Spurs. And the guy took the winning penalty. He had no idea it was the winner. And suddenly he <laughs> saw all of his teammates racing towards him and actually thought, I better celebrate this. And, yeah. you know, saw the referee blow the whistle. So I dread a dread of not knowing when, when that winning penalty is around the corner. Back in the hands now of the Royston goalkeeper. So uh, 67 gone then. More goals in this. Yeah, you feel you feel there could be. I think in these early rounds of the competition, we always see these goals. We obviously big differences sort of between the two sides when the draws are made because uh, you can still get these big disparities between the clubs. Here comes Asiedo again across. Oh, it's taken down well by Henry Silver. He's blocked off by two men. Shot over oh. the bar. It's another brilliant chance. It was Ranger this time. Silver challenged strongly by a couple of Royston players and then it was fired over the top. Yeah, a challenge fairly, we have to say, hey, what's Ranger got to do to get a goal? You're going to have to sort of have a look on eBay, see if you can pick one up there, mate. But uh, he's doing all the right things, just hasn't gone fallen lucky for the man yeah, yet. Yeah, maybe just snatched at it in the end, lighting up in front of him that opportunity. Silver down now, maybe just a bit of cramp the way that uh, yeah. Ranger's just helping it to give him a bit, a bit of treatment. So some of the players will go over and get uh, a quick... Uh, mm. drink of water listen Silver Silver's been on his toes all game man no wonder mm. he's got a bit of cramp he's literally hasn't stopped yeah physio uh, coming on now and there will be a real mm. recognised sort of opportunity for both of these players uh, teams to go over and get a drink so Busy week for us on HTFC Radio. We had the Welling game on Saturday. Hitchin progressing in the FA Cup. We've got two games this weekend. Redditch United at home uh, on Saturday. Coverage from 2.45 for a 3pm kickoff. And then uh, Nuneaton Borough struggling this season, it's actually. Monday, they were playoff finalists last year. And they've really found it difficult. It's hit 20th in the league. Just one win uh, from their six games so far. The club in a, a little bit of turmoil so far, I might suggest. They travelled to top field looking for a, a much-needed performance on Monday. Monday night coverage from half seven, uh, kickoff 7.45. Uh, Redditch United, they have started well. They sit fourth uh, on 11 points. Hitchin at the moment, the senior team, of course, we're talking about here. Nine points to their name uh, after six games and also progressing through uh, in the FA Cup. So a busy weekend yeah, uh, certainly for the is. Canaries. Looking forward to it. Um, I'll tell you, well, I'm surprised to see Kettering Town down there as well, really, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, relegated from the National League North. Trouble there as well. 21st. Long Eaton United, they've come up. That was almost Beating expected. Uh, played six, lost six. They yeah. changed their manager. They've had also real All turmoil there. St. Ives sitting down there. Burkhamstead, Sudbury, both promoted, both struggling. All Church, I thought they might sort of... I didn't think they were bad against Hitchin at all. The red card cost them, didn't they, on yeah, that opening did, yeah. game? 
Uh, Leiston struggling as well. Telford found themselves in mid-table. And Colville, it's it's so unpredictable, isn't it? Mikel over leading that league so far. And, of course, interesting for both Hitchin and Royston fans. Royston 8 for point ahead of Hitchin. So these two Hertfordshire sides have started relatively well. When, when you look at the big names down the wrong end of the table, nine points from six games is actually not a bad return at all. No, it's not. But it's early days still at the moment. And a, and a win can move you up a few places. And uh, you'd expect to see a little bit of shuffling around. But... Uh, yeah, very, uh, very good to see. Uh, and, and that result you just pulled yeah, up, that's very just good. Just having a look through there. Redditch coming here for all on Bank Holiday Monday last week against Wolfchurch. So hopefully we'll have some more goals to come at top field. Can Hitchin get in behind here? It's the substitute who's come on, cuts onto his right foot, going for goal. It's blocked low. It's Furhat uh, Canlier who's come on. And nearly straight into the action. Here's his other sub, Balango. Going wide, just evades Asiedu. All square here at top field. Uh, the man off uh, for Canlia uh, was number 11, Henry Silva. So after that injury, so a force yeah. change in the end. And he's worked hard, but of course we, we, we know what he's capable of. And so does he now from what we've seen already in his outings in a Hitchin shirt. Yeah, he's already had a, a couple of games. We've seen him up playing up against the uh, first team. But of course, no disrespect to the 18-year-olds, your delivery is going to be better in the first team. So he's, uh, he's going he's gonna to get more opportunities than he has done here. He's had to run his socks off in, in this game here and he's had no cigar to smoke. Yeah, he's been playing his football as well, a bit with Histon uh, as well, uh, the under-18 setup there. So going out and low, Michael Jones did say, you know, any of their current academy players, so I'll take... Um, Harry Dollamore, just for example, yeah. they say he's playing for Bulldog and wants to play in their FA Youth Cup. Michael Jones would not say actually you have to play for Hitch, and they want to keep them with their clubs as much as possible. So again, which is why they're bringing in these uh, Pro Direct Academy Central London players using that Pro Direct Academy system uh, mm. to Hitchin's advantage. Nice football here from Royston. Uh, it's Hazelhurst back into the midfield, dispossessed here, and they might be through. Uh, it's McCormack into the box, he's got acres of space, he's got the number nine up with him, chips the ball in, shouts of a handball, the referee not interested in the slightest. Uh, it was Jake Simpson in the box, and all after the Hitchin defender just lost the ball. 19 minutes left. Tabby Jones is down with a bit of penalties. Oh, no, he's all right, he's okay. He's going to yeah. hobble back up again. Back Ooh. up now, yeah. He may have just even That's sort of cramped. twisted his ankle or something when he went down there because he went down rather awkwardly when he gave away possession. So this game flying past in front of our eyes. <laughs> as things stand, off to penalties as Tabby Jones gone goes down, down here. And, yeah, Cramp, both of his legs actually are going to be uh, worked here. Yeah, it looked like Cramp. I've done half an hour on Thursday, you know, Freddie. Play, yeah, I, I couldn't believe that. With all due respect to yourself, playing for, for Purton then. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, making up the numbers initially. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Where we, and, and in goal or, or what was the situation? No, I started in goal. My son my son, um, my son, son was out on pitch and then he was huffing and puffing because he smokes 20 a day. <laughs> and uh, and then I said, do you want to go Sunday, in goal? It's Sunday league, isn't it? Yeah, it is Sunday league, but played on a Saturday. Um, yeah, and then <laughs> I went out and, and, and played in the middle of the park. And uh, yeah. Rather than, yeah, rather than in goal then. But which son as well? Uh, it was Isaac. Yeah. Isaac Cla Claude's in. not really a football kind of guy. He used to be, and he looked like he was going to make a really good wing-back. Mm. Um, but then he just kind of lost interest, and he, he got involved in other things. Yeah, no, it can, it can happen. And even for some of these players out here, it, you know, it can happen as well, which is where this Pro Direct system as well is important. It's, it yeah. puts so much emphasis, doesn't it, on the educational side of things as well. Uh, mm. as 
one of the coaches is just in the middle here uh, after fires going off. some treatment there for uh, the hitching man and yeah, coaches acting as physios yeah. and in that time I've been able to draw out my penalty shootout crew which I'm very pleased to have done just in case of course and yeah it's going to be that change Hitchin's third change uh, and Tabby Jones has been an important part of this Hitchin backline uh, is replaced we'll let you know who comes Tyrese Agbonatane there you go Agbonatane they're number 14 on uh, for Tabby Jones here come Royston again good tackle by line and lovely spin nice. here though Oh dear. Lango, but Royston in behind all of a sudden. Goalkeeper flies off his line. And the referee says he was fouled as well. Which it's almost a bit harsh on the striker because he had to go in and, and try and win the ball back. But yeah. It's one of them situations, isn't it, where you, you, you know, you're both entitled to go for the ball as long as nobody came off her. That's yeah. all that's important. Both of them absolutely flying off their line. And it was good uh, good to see Mekki France has been fully committed as is Josh Faker's opposite number at the other end yeah two two uh, two great performances in between the sticks of course we always see Charlie Horlock you know that starting position is always high he's always ready to uh, leap into action when, when required the hitching goalkeeper switch here taken down by Asiedu tries to get past his man and does down the left hand side good battle this time between him and Harrison Hubert still into the box. Asiedu going down. The referee has pointed to the spot. That's a penalty. Asiedu has won a third penalty in two games. And if he scores a third penalty in two games, he'll have a hat-trick here at top field. And he may well send Hitchin through in the FA Youth Cup. Incredible. Yeah, it, it, well, it, it was a clear-cut penalty for me. Um, and that's the kind of player that he is. He's a tricky player. When you get inside the box, anything can happen. And um, he, he's, he's certainly uh, lit top field up yeah. this evening. Dragged down by Harrison Hubert, and he's booked for his trouble as well. So Asiedu then. We've seen the likes of Entege step up from the spot in previous years, make themselves heroes. He's scored in the, in the extra preliminary round. He's already scored from the spot. In the preliminary round as well. If he scores this, this he will Etric. walk home with the match ball. <laughs> Goalkeeper Josh Fake standing tall. Here we go then. Asiodu, a couple of players wrestling on the edge of the box to try and race in for the rebound. The referee's just going to uh, talk to them. 15 minutes left. Asiodu just stepped up, checked his run up. Back to the edge of the box. Again, takes a deep breath, steps up, stutters, scores! It's the hat trick for Bentley Asiodu! A memorable night for him at top field in the FA Youth Cup. And that could be enough to send Hitchin through. Fantastic to see. He bobs, he weaves, he turns left, he turns right. He steps over the ball, he spins over the ball. He's an absolute nightmare if you're a defender. And I'll tell you what, he's a nightmare from the penalty spot as well if you're a goalkeeper. He's, uh, he's, he's, uh, he could well have won it for Hitchin. But yeah, Bentley Asiedu, four goals in two games now Brilliant. in this FA Youth Cup run. Three of them coming from the penalty spot. Let's not forget, he almost bent in an incredible free kick as well. Bentley Asiedu, it's his night today. It's one he will never forget, a hat-trick in the FA Youth Cup. Definitely, and, and, and deserved really because he's, he's been an absolute menace. He really has. So it's Hitchin four then, Royston three, and the Crows will have to come at the Canaries. 13 minutes uh, to go here. And they win a, a free kick uh, on the halfway line. But the way this game goes, every time Hitchin score, they do get pegged back. Yeah, and, uh, I, I, you know, are there more goals in this game? I, I would like to think yeah. so, because it's certainly entertaining. Royston lining up a couple of more 
substitutions, I'm guessing then you can make five in this competition. Well, actually, they've only made one, forgive me. So it's going to be uh, Harvey Smith to come off now. He's scored uh, the goal to equalise. He's had a good a game. Great strike, wasn't it? Yeah, beautiful strike. He comes off now, as does uh, Joel McCormack. So a few more changes then uh, for Royston Town. Well, have I guess to throw everything at Hitchin now. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, they've they've, they've got to throw the kitchen sink at Hitchin. You know, if you if you're going to lose, you lose five three, or or you pull it back level, don't you? Over the top here, headed away, and Hitchin now trying to break. It's two against four, headed forward now. This could be Rangers' oh, chance. He's in behind. He's wiped out. They'll continue, and then Agbon Agbonatain slips over. The referee pulls it back. He was so unfortunate. The substitute there, wasn't he? Yeah, he just needed to find his feet, but he's just come on. You know what I mean? So it's just like, hang on a minute. I'm I'm clear and in the clear. Hang on, we. Yeah, so unlucky there. Got excited, just slipped over, but absolutely clattered was Ranger as he tried to run through. And uh, good to see that the referee uh, pulled it up. Yes, good refereeing. I'm surprised to not see a card. Mm. Steph Georgiou uh, coming on for uh, Royston. Okay. Um, no relation, I'm sure, to Stan. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Otherwise, Stan's down and would be on the line. Yeah, she, she would have been. Uh, Canlia then will line up the free kick, not from shooting range, but he's going to step up. He plays it across uh, to Belango. He's just chipped one over, taken down nicely, and laid off again uh, to the edge of the box, trying to work something and goes wide now to Hitchin. Over to the left-hand side, it's Asiedu again. Slips the ball into the penalty area. The run coming through, and it's cleared oh, off the line the eventually. Line. There wasn't too much power from Agbonatane's shot, but it still had to be dealt with by the last defender who was back there. Hitchin nearly killing the game. They've had the chances here. That Royston, a man down in pain here, though. Yeah, it's um, Ronnie Cullen that's gone down. They continue, though, down the left-hand side. Been some casualties from this game so far. Here come Hitchin, though, down the right. It's Ranger again. Cuts onto his left foot. The Canaries could kill it here. Laid off now uh, for the number 16. Uh, Can Lear back into the midfield. Linen. And Hitchin settling on the ball again, keeping possession. 11 minutes to go. Hitchin 4, Royston 3. A reminder, the winner will have to travel to either Baldock Town or Kempston Rovers uh, in the first round of qualifying. Played through looking for Belango. That game will likely take place, say, Tuesday or Wednesday next week. It has to be played uh, before Monday the 18th. Oh, Sliding in now as the Hitchin man. That's a painful one. I think he'll be okay, though. Here come uh, Royston. Shot from range. Good save. Is it over the crossbar? It eventually is wide. It, one of those, it was up in the air. It could have gone anywhere. Yeah. I just feared for that man and in the middle when he slid in and missed the ball. He could have really extended his knee there. Yeah, he's, Ronnie Cullen, because I've seen it happen. Well, he was just down on the deck a minute ago and now he's gone and overexerted himself again. Yeah, just the way he stretched in, sort of wince from that having I think he'll be okay, but the physio is on to, to just check anyway. You know how they hurt, don't you, Freddie? Yeah, sort of seeing them as well. The, the ACL injuries obviously saw a lot of covering Arsenal mm. women last season. I was four players doing it and being at the games when it happens. And uh, the worst thing as well is sometimes they're not actually... After the initial pain, they're not actually, you know, horrendous. And players before have continued on, right. you know, in the game before then maybe coming off, say, 15, 20 minutes later. But, you know, a lot of the time they're able to walk off the pitch. And it'll be okay here, though, the Royston man. But, yeah, it's all about that knee. And 
Yeah, a lot of Arsenal fans petitioning just to get rid of knees altogether last season, the way things <laughs> are going. And yeah, good to see Beth Mead was back in the match day squad today as well, making her recovery. And we'll see the the corner here then for Rory Hazelhurst as uh, number 17 culling is back up. Nine minutes left, plus probably a fair bit of added time now. Of course, the new rules coming into effect this season. Yeah. Never really know how much you're going to see added on. No, it's anybody's guess. Corner in then. The 18 was unmarked for a moment. Delivered in right to the middle of the six-yard box. Oh, it's fallen. Hit a hitching man. Everyone appealing. And it's going to be Royston who get the corner. Hitching fuming, as you'd understand. Yeah. And the Crows have another set-piece chance. Hitching look vulnerable every time the ball's been swung into the box. Well, it's where the goals are coming, isn't it? So uh, from a set-piece, um, Royston can level it again here, mm. can't they? Yeah, corner kick here then uh, for the Crows. What is it with hitching and set I piece? I know. I was down at training the other night doing those interviews and they spent a lot of time working on them, not only with their routines, but defending them as well. It's sort of mm. all part of, of one drill. Corner then floated up. That's a poor one this time. It falls to the edge of the box, so he can't get a shot away. Good defending by Linen. Players sliding in, though, for Royston to win it back. Hitch and try and bring it forward. Linen clattered from behind there. And the referee says that's going to be a free kick. Royston starting to lose their heads a little bit now. Yeah, just a touch. They're uh, getting a bit angry towards the referee. It's never a good sign, and uh, he's never going to change his mind just because you're shouting at him. You're more than likely just to no. get yourself booked, and I think that's what's going to yeah, happen. That, <laughs> exactly that. It's going to be... Uh, Joe Turkington uh, into the book. Harrison Hubert and Turkington in the book for Royston. Ben Ghazi, who is off now. The youngest member of the Hitchin squad, actually 16 years and one month old, impressing in the FA Youth Cup. So yeah, he's done well. Not bad going. Great header. Long here. Headed away by uh, Royston's Harrison Hubert. Wide now to... Uh, Steph Ooh. Georgiou, one back though, nice bit of skill there, little touch and flick by Obonate and then Belango tries to chip one forward, cleared away unconvincingly though, straight to Gambra, takes his time on the ball, rolls it wide to uh, Bentley Asiedi, the hat-trick hero so far, down the left-hand side and uh, a, corner. a corner kick then, four hitch in town with seven minutes to go, they still lead here by four goals to three. And time, as we say in this game, for any number of things to still happen, the way it's swung, it's been a great FA Youth Cup game of football and, and both teams, you think, will come away you know, with plenty of learning and plenty to be happy about as well, whoever whoever progresses into the next round. Corner oh, taken absolutely. short. Asiedu turning, trying to work the ball into the box, cleared away. And all the way back, they'll go all the way back to the keeper. I think what we have to say as well, because Asiedu hat-tricks on paper. Yeah. You know, when you see a player score two penalties, it's quite easy to think, well, you know, is it really a brilliant hat-trick? He's been He's exceptional tonight. It, and I will ask you for your man of the match in a few moments' time, and he'll definitely be up there because yeah, he could have had even more goals, you know, than just those two penalties and, and that other strike. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's been an absolute menace. Royston coming forward now, though, down the left. Could create an opportunity here. Good defending, though, again by Essor Paul. Working it forward now, driving away. Paul just yeah. dragged down by the Royston man. The referee no. doesn't think <laughs> so. And they bear down on the edge of the box now. Slip through, early shot into the oh. side netting. Corner kick as well. The referee says it's come off a hitching man. I'll tell you what, that Essu Paul's in the mix as well. He's, his name's in the hat for man of the match. Just to keep you on tender hooks. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, he's had a great game. Um, let's get it now if you want then before the corner if we've got time. OK, listen, you can't score a hat-trick and not get man of the match. And he's been an absolute...
Bentley. He really <laughs> has. So Bentley Asiedo gets the gets the nod from me, mate. Bentley Asiedo, our ID net man of the match, as the ball swung in towards the back pose. It's headed down. Oh. It's cleared away. It might be another chance. He was able to flick it back towards goal. Was the defender Turkington? But in the end, there was no real malice in either of his efforts, which was good uh, relief for Hitchin anyway. Yeah, good clearance. Uh, off the line there for, for Hitchin from Benjamin Gumbray. He's had a great game as well. He was in the hat. Canaries can bring the ball forward now, though. Belango going wide. Asiedu right. on a hat-trick already. Can he cause more problems to the Crows? Early cross in to, from his left foot. Towards the back oh. post. Acrobatic effort. I think it was Ranger who was there. Wins the ball back now. Shifting it forward. Still going onto his right foot. Trying to work across. And it's behind for a corner. He's been excellent as well. Nothing to show for it on the score sheet, unfortunately. Well, if anyone deserves a goal, it's Ranger, isn't it? Dante Ranger, he's, he's been uh, thereabouts and everywhere else except in the back of the net, the poor fella. Corner taken quickly. And back in Royston custody. They're able to clear. It's blocked though straight away by uh, a hitching man. Long now up and over the top. And it's uh, going to be Royston running in behind. It's the substitute, Jake Emmett. Cuts in field. Great defending, though, by mm. Kuzlik as well. I've liked the look of him, the centre-back, too. Very strong. Mm. He's gone Andrew down now. Kulik, yeah. The referee yeah, in a bit of pain as well. So, again, the physio will have to come on to treat uh, Andre Kulik. And there'll be a stoppage here. So, Hitchin probably going to have to face the prospect of even more added time and yeah. it's all for Royston one chance one set piece that they could take advantage of sends this game to penalties it does yeah and that's the always the threat of being only one goal uh, uh, in front you know mm. but uh, it's it's literally only ever been one goal in front no one's pulled this pulled the lead uh, to, to two goals and so we've we've had this exciting game uh, and you just don't know what's going to happen they could score from this quite easily Royston I wouldn't be surprised 108 in attendance. It was 149 uh, in the previous round. So uh, drops off of that. Four more than what Royston had away at Ampton in the previous round. And certainly a respectable crowd nonetheless. Absolutely, yeah, man. FA Youth Cup game. I'm sure there'll be side sort of a step four, step five. You'd be envious of, sort of plus 100 crowds. It's a throw as well. Throw in here for Royston. Long into the uh, middle of the penalty area. Taken down by uh, Jake Simpson. Hitchin just forced Royston away from goal. Ball swung back in there. Hubert was at the back post, headed away. Flick forward. Couple of headers now by the Hitchin man, finding Linen. Again, Royston win it back. Hubert into the middle of the park. The referee tells the injured man over on the far touchline he can come back on. Hubert again, finally venturing forward down the right-hand side. Cuts nice. past his man against Gambra, delivering the cross. They can't take it down on the edge of the box, though. It will fall over there by Ranger again. He works so hard. Dropped in defensively whenever they needed him. Forward towards Agbonatane. He's got the run forward over the top of uh, Canlia. Chesting it down. Needs a bit more support up there. Prods it across. Looking for Agbonatane. It's cleared away though. And now Royston can counter-attack. It's almost four against four. But he just cuts in field. Does Hubert, the right back. Into the middle now. Again, Hitchin defending in numbers. Hubert. Now. Three on three going mm. forward, plays the ball through. It was really importantly cut out there. And now the Canaries might be in again. It's Bentley Esiedu down the left-hand side. He's just tired now, but he's still fighting forward. Happy to hold the ball up there with two minutes to go plus stoppage time. One back well by a Royston man, cleared away. Just catching Asiedu in the process. He's run his socks Oof. off here, and now it's one back again. 
uh, by Canlia across to the right-hand side. Dante Ranger now finding Daniel Linen. Linen forward into Balango, scored late on in the Aussie game at this similar time. Balango now just keeps control of the ball, lays it off to Asiedo, his fellow goal scorer in that extra preliminary round. And again, Hitchin always comfortable that if the attacks, if the options aren't there, they'll play it back into midfield, into defence, and that's mm. how they keep possession so effectively. Yeah, they've done an excellent job of uh, possession football, job really well done. Mm, tiring out Royston as well in doing so. Into the final minute plus stoppage time. We won't know how long that is, so we... <laughs> Fans will be kept on tender hooks, hitching this slim 4-3 lead at the moment, but as things stand, progressing through into that first round of FA Youth Cup qualification. Having to win two games all against local rivals, that'll be the same. Certainly if it's Bulldog as well, who progress against Kempston tomorrow night. We'll have a keen eye on that game, of course. Cleared away here. Well done. And now uh, the number 16 taking it forward. Hitchin again on the counter-attack. It is, yeah, three on three. Driving across into the middle, but no real direction to that counter-attack. They're sort of just happy to keep hold of the ball of Hitchin as we move on into added on time at the end of this second half. Long clearance forward here. Royston still not really committing many numbers forward. Emmett taking it down. Sliding tackle from the Hitchin man. Chipped over the top now. And the goalkeeper, again, rapid off his line uh, to go out and collect. Georgie may well have been offside anyway. Yeah, he did look fractionally offside. The line, as you say, the Lino's flag didn't go up. So the goalkeeper with the ball in his hands, Francis. First time we've seen of anyone really happy to slow things down in <laughs> this game. It has been played in the right spirit from start to finish, really. You can listen back to it all on the Canary Club podcast tomorrow morning. Here come Hitchin. Sure, we'll be putting some clips up across social media too, as well as an interview of Michael Jones. Asiedu cross towards the uh, middle of the penalty area. He can take it down. Forced away from goal though. Agbonatane goes wide. Hitchin still just slow and steady. 92 minutes now we're into. And the Canaries just keeping the ball really well. Toying with Royston. Mm. Proper possession football. It's risky but they're playing it in the right way. Pressure here on the goalkeeper but again... Royston, they're not fully committing to the press. It's one player at a time. And Hitchin are just able to pick the gaps around them. Coming forward now is uh, Belango. Wide into Asiedu. His work's not done here. He's delivered a low oh. cross. It might fall for Ranger. Collecting the ball over by the corner flag. Driving back into the penalty area. Ranger one way and then the other. Sent his defenders to the floor. Could this be his moment? Still, Ranger shooting his blocks. He just waited a little too long, but you don't blame him. One bit of skill after the other. He must be so chomping at the bit to get his goal. It's coming, don't worry, Ranger. Maybe not in this game, but you'll get your chance. Yeah, Dante Ranger being excellent tonight. Uh, Absolutely. Corner kick for Hitchin. Third minute of added time at the end of the 90. Steps up. It's a short one. Even now, no sign of Hitchin wanting to take it to the corner flag. They're going to keep taking the attack to Royston. If they can't do that, they'll just keep the ball, as they do now. Switched across to Gambra. Got a lot of space just on the edge of the box, coming in field, laying it off. On the turn is Belango. Oh, he's just yeah. fallen over the ball in the end. And it's behind for a, a, a goal kick. So this could be one final moment for Royston to pump the ball long. 
taken short. Switched across again. It's straight to a hitching man. They've just lost their way in times in the second half of the Crows. Yeah, they have. Yeah, there's, there's, there's tired feet out there now. You know, it's, like, it's still pretty warm out there, even as we sort of uh, rapidly approach. Good sliding tackle in there now. The referee just over to... Uh, he dropped, he's dropped, someone's dropped a shin pad or something, and he's just trying to find the, the owner of the missing shin pad, who is uh, the player who appears to be wondering where the shin pad was, and he picks it back up, puts it back down his leg, and will be ready to continue. It could have been an iPhone under 18s, couldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might well have been. Do you remember once where a player appeared to just... I think we were at St Neots, and he literally just pulled a shin pad out of his shorts, effectively, and just That's completely right. randomly. I and I thought, I don't know, but he was either protecting that area, but he put it onto his leg. I'll have to go and find the moment. It'll be that. It'll be one of our first commentaries. But Might have been his spare shin pad. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> or, as I say, just protecting that important area, as they do in cricket, of course. Yeah, yeah. A few of those other sports. Long over the top here. I was really hoping the referee didn't blow the whistle there because I wouldn't have wanted to end it talking about that. No. And luckily, we do continue. <laughs> it's going to be a free kick for Royston. Over on the left flank there. They are still in this game just about, and they are still one chance, one goal away from forcing it to spot kicks. Could this be their final opportunity? Well, they've got to throw everybody forward, haven't they? They've still got four players back. Long now. There's two at the back post if they're onside. Oh, it's taken down. Play back across goal. Hits a hitching man. There's an acres of space. There uh, was Aidan Harvey. And it's Royston then who win a throw in over by the corner flag. Everyone up for the Crows. Their final chance. Even still, they've left sort of two back on the halfway line. They've never fully committed, really, to try and getting in back into this game after going 4-3 down with 14 minutes left. Five minutes played now in added time. Long throw-in. Launched into the box uh, by Hazelhurst. Dealt with again by Hitchin. Back to Hazelhurst. Needs to get the cross right. Is chipped in towards the back post. Strong header away by Liner. Taken down now. Wide again. Could it be an opportunity? It's blocked. Hitchin have to be careful in there against Hubert. Laying it off. Early shot in again. This time is blocked. It was the effort from Oscar Hurd. And now the Canaries will try and counter. Long down the right-hand side. Into 96 minutes here at top field. And still we continue as a Hitchin throw-in. That was some great last-ditch defending from these young Canaries. Yeah, it was great defensive uh, play, but I don't know why Royston aren't committing men forward now. We're into the dying embers of the game. Does it matter if you lose 4-3 or 5-3? Yeah, not, yeah, not sure at all. Agbonatane now goes wide. Great football again by Hitchin. Trying to work it long, and now oh. Royston might be able to turn it over. It's back in defence. It's long over the top. Keeper. And again, goalkeeper quick of his line. Kulik was watching it all the way as well. He's been reliable, hasn't mm, he, Kulik? Yeah. Hitchin's run... Last year was built, wasn't it, on that solid defence, the wing-backs mm. going forward, Taylor Franklin skippering them in the midfield, and then those two up front doing the business as well. Long over the top now, Agbonatane running in behind, goalkeeper comes, clears away. 97 minutes on the clock now. Fair bit of added time. Still we play. <laughs> Still we go on. In this FA Youth Cup thriller at top field, the A505 derby, the ref checks his watch now. Time for one last Royston attack, perhaps. It's long. It's headed on into the box, and it's claimed really well by Mekki Francis. He made sure he could take a bit of the Royston man with him as well. He'll receive a bit of treatment now, but that's some good old-fashioned goalkeeping. <laughs> there you go. Kulitz just wants to help his, his, his man back up on his feet, and he does so and gives mm. him a touch. Says, come on, boy, nothing wrong with you. 
So the ball back with Hitch and the referee. It's going to be a drop ball, in fact, for Francis. Spots it down for him, and he's going to pick it up very, very slowly. Francis then tells everyone to go forward. Even now, he's not taking too long. Up and over the top now. Agbonatane trying to run him behind. This could seal it for Hitching now. Agbonatane just oh. over the bar and wide. He had to hit that first time though, didn't he? He had a, a Royston defender breathing down his neck and he's not too far away. Yeah, goal kick for the Crows. Good effort and as you say, nothing wrong with taking that on. It was nearly a, a fantastic way to send Hitching through in style. We're too shy of 100 minutes on the clock now at top field. Behind now for a, a Royston throw in, is it? No, it's just gone off and it's going to be Hitching. Still we go on. 4-3 to the Canaries. Going through to the first qualifying round, but all eyes are on the referee. Royston trying to make sure that Hitchin get on with this throw in nice and quickly, but their attacking endeavours have just not been seen in this second half. All three of their goals coming inside the hour. Played through now. It could be another chance. Asiedu, oh. brilliant last-ditch tackle. Fantastic by Harvey. Uh, it's going to be a Hitchin corner. And still we play. Yeah, Harvey down, as is Asiedu, who is going to be okay to carry on. And You know, we talk about the injuries nowadays. It's a hot, humid night. We're still playing on and a hitching corner kick. Well, it's been relentless. The whole yeah. game has just been attack, attack, attack. It's been brilliant to watch. Taken short now. Yeah, barely been able to catch a breath in this one. Hitching have to be careful. Linen's going to be careful. He keeps possession in the end, goes wide. As the Canaries come forward through Dante Ranger. Ranger now cuts the ball back. It might be another chance for Bentley Asiedu. Still into the box to kill the game. Oh. Yes, he does. Four goals for Bentley Asiedu. Five in the tournament. There's no stopping him. There's no stopping Hitchin Town. They're into the hat for the first round of qualifying. Mate, he's had an open invitation to stroll in that box and just slip, slip ball past the goalkeeper. Um, nobody's closed him down. Royston are dead on their feet and, uh, and Hitchin are through to the next round. That's it. 99th minute, 99 problems for Royston Town. They're heading home here uh, from the FA Youth Cup. And it's the Canaries who are going to go through. All thanks to that man, Bentley Asiedu. And we were moaning about that added on time. It was just a chance for Hitchin to go and kill it off good and proper. And the referee's whistle is imminent now as we await the uh, centre kick. And it's Hitchin 5, Royston 3. The ref blows his whistle once. And then he'll blow it three more times to signal the fact that Hitchin have progressed into the first qualifying round of the FA Youth Cup. They... Had a brilliant run last year, reaching that third round of qualifying. And who knows, Marek Elianic, how far this team might do. That man, Bentley Asiedu, take a bow. Yeah, no, he's, a, he's, a, he's an absolute pest and a nuisance. And, uh, and they've got some good players at the back as well with Asso Paul. Gambra's had a great game. Kulic has been solid and reliable. Uh, and Tabby Jones uh, uh, has been very good as well. They've got a nice-looking midfield with better. Lin Linehan has, has just been, he's just been a relentlessly hard-working midfielder. Made a couple of mistakes, um, but uh, also made up for them as well. Dante Ranger, uh, listen, if I see any goals on the way home, I'll grab one for you. Um, <laughs> 
Yasem Benelzaghi, excellent header from the small man. How he's getting up that high to head that ball past the goalkeeper like that is, is beyond me. And Henry Silva uh, just went off a little bit knackered. Good side. It's a good side. Yeah, there's a lot to enjoy. Um, I'll, I'll run you through all of the goals <laughs> if, we, if we've still got time. Uh, hitching, kicking things off. Uh, Bentley Asiedu, his shot was saved brilliantly by Josh Fake and he was able to find the rebound into the bottom corner. Uh, I'm going to do well to remember the fashion of all of these goals. Ezere went up the other end, didn't he? It was the same thing, a, a counter-attack. Yeah. His shot was saved. saved he then found then. the rebound. Mm. It was then a header at the back post from Ronnie Culling from a corner before three minutes later. Uh, Bentley Asiodo brought down by the goalkeeper fake and scoring from the penalty spot. Second game in a row uh, that that happened for him. Hitchin then, uh, just before half-time, five minutes before half-time to be exact. Ben Elgazi popping up him at the back post for a header. Amazing how similar these goals were for either for side. Uh, that was at that corner uh, from Henry Silva. Second half, Royston, goal of the game. You'd have to give it to him. Uh, Harvey Smith bending one into the top Bang corner up. before Asiedu again winning and scoring the penalty to complete his hat-trick in the 76th minute. It was then the 99th minute uh, when he made it 5-3, scoring his fourth goal. He went sort of from one flank to the other, came in and just curled the ball past Josh Fake. A an incredible display. One of the best we've seen at top field in a long time. Four goals on the night. I think he, I think he's had an excellent performance. Well deserved, my man, in a match. Um, it's usually not down to the goals for me, but it weren't down to his goals. Uh, it was down to his performance and just he's a, a, a slippery character. Do you know what I mean? He really is. And uh, he's got a lot of potential there. And uh, someone's going to snap this lad up. Well, Hitchin will play either Bulldog Town or Kempston Rovers away from home. We will try our best to be there next week, Marak. I will yeah. cancel any plans for Tuesday and Wednesday night. And you guys at home, make sure to do the same because these guys are playing some entertaining football. It finishes finally at Topfield. Hitchin 4, 5, sorry, <laughs> Royston Town 3. 5 free to the Canaries. <laughs>